at Dixon. The Main Street Media Thursday Night Football Game of the Week is on the air. Tonight's game is brought to you by the Tennessee Safety Highway Office. Remember, fans don't let fans drive drunk. Now, to bring you tonight's action, here are Wade Neely and Scott Stewart. And good evening, ladies and gentlemen. Welcome in to another week of Main Street Preps Thursday night high school football action presented by the Tennessee Highway Safety Office. We come to you tonight from Williamson County, home of the Franklin Admirals, where tonight the Ravenwood Raptors come calling. It's a big Region 6, 6A showdown, and we have got you locked in right here once again on the Main Street Preps Thursday night game of the week presented by the Tennessee Highway Safety Office alongside Scott Stewart and our producer, the great one, Justin Kulik, Wayne Neely saying hello. And Scott, rainy evening here on a Thursday night, but we've made it in. The teams are here. The fans are here. Officials are here. It's time to play football here on Main Street Preps Thursday night game of the week action, my friend. Just let me say one thing before we get started, Wade. When I grow up, I don't be just like Justin Kulik. You know that that is a solid life goal. I will admit. So anyway, um, I just want to make that known. I, by the way, one thing that uh, we've noticed about our travels around the uh, around the mid state so far, I know I'm off. I'm going to be a little a little uh, off off subject here to start this off. Is I like where this is going the already. Facilities that we've seen. Uh, look, uh, we we live in in Pulaski, which if you've never been to Sam Davis Park in uh, Pulaski, you. You need it's one of the go-to places for our high school football fans. It's a beautiful facility. Richland has a beautiful facility in Giles County, but some of these uh some of these uh football facilities that we've seen, including this one here at Franklin High School, top notch, man. Been very impressed with it, and also the way we've been treated. Although I will have to go ahead and throw Franklin at the top of the list because they got food, pizza, man. You know, food goes a long way, and they took care of us, uh, and we are delighted to be with you guys. Should be a fun matchup tonight. Ravenwood comes in 6-1. and one. Franklin is still seeking its first win of the season, yeah. uh, but Franklin has made a coaching change, uh, which has kind of gotten a lot of buzz in the mid-state this week. As uh, After going 1-26 under head, previous head coach Alex Melton, they have made the swap, and Mr. Donnie Webb will be your interim head coach, uh, presumably, for the rest of the season. So, um, a chance to maybe get a shot of uh, enthusiasm back into the program here. Again, yeah. this is a team that had gone 1-26 in their last 27. Uh, and a chance to do it tonight versus your rival as the Raptors of Ravenwood come to town. Yeah, maybe uh, maybe just everything's stacking up for you just a little bit. The rain came in, got everything slowed down on the on the track, and maybe... You know, whenever you get a uh, get a wet track, things can kind of bounce. Ball can slip out easy, and ball can bounce funny. And you got to hope that if you got a home game here against a an in, against a rival team, uh, especially a region game, where you can uh, kind of hold up their their uh, postseason prospects, because uh, Ravenwood does have to win this game to to clinch their uh, their their spot. Although they can win another one later, but you know, Franklin would just love to. To, to be able to say we kept them out this week, right? I mean, when you're dealing with a uh, losing streak like that, you just you find the small wins, and and you know we've we've seen teams like this before, Wade, that they come in here and, and they're you know everything's just 
won't go the way that you need it to go. And no matter how hard you try, no matter what you do, you just can't seem to get over that hump. And uh, you never know, man. That's the reason why they get out here and play it. That's the reason why they've got a new coach out there who's willing to give it a shot and see what's up next. I'm not saying – I don't know who the old ex-coach was. Uh, but I do know that uh, the, these players are going to come out here and put it out on the field. And that's the one thing about Main Street Media that I love, Wade, by the way. I just want to say that we come out to these games. It's not about winnings and, wins and losses. Somebody asked us why we're going to a game where teams only seven. It's because those kids are out there playing just like every other every other football team out there in the state, and they deserve recognition too. Couldn't have said it any better, my uh, self-partner, as we have uh, got a gorgeous facility. Again, rain was in the area uh, for a good chunk of the afternoon here in Middle Tennessee, but fingers crossed it has cleared on out. It has brought some cooler temperatures. There are still some umbrellas in the crowd, though. But we've got a great matchup here tonight as uh, both of these teams come in. Again, rivalry showdown. And uh, the last win for Franklin versus Ravenwood back in 2020, back on November the 13th. So they're hungry for a win. As Scott kind of touched on, uh, a chance for – Maybe some renewed vigor here under your interim coach, Donnie Webb. And so after losing their first seven to start the year, they will get a crack at it here tonight as uh, Franklin still has games remaining. Uh, they're going to enjoy fall break slash uh, open date next week. Both of these schools will be. But then Franklin gets Mount Juliet at home and then travels to Overton for their final game. Meanwhile, Ravenwood, uh, they got a big nine. Ravenwood, I give you props, by the way. The schedule makers are playing the best of the best. They opened their season with Alcoa. Saw that. And then rattled off. Uh, that game went, as you might expect, a lot of teams uh, suffer a loss to Alcoa. But uh, they suffer a loss there. Then they've won six in a row. But they get Oakland out of Murfreesboro next week. So Ravenwood playing two of the top teams in uh, all of the state of Tennessee, regardless of classification. And then they close it out at Brentwood, Battle of the Woods, uh, on yeah. October 27th. So we this saw, is, yeah, we saw Oakland last week. Yeah, they're the real deal, baby. And uh, so good luck to Ravenwood in that game. They'll they'll need it. Of course, we saw a, a really feisty Seagull team keep them uh, keep them occupied for our first half. Uh, but then the the real the real Oakland stood up in the second quarter, second half, and really ran away with that game. R- great game. And by the way, I just want to thank all these these uh, schools that have welcomed us in. This is our first year doing Thursday night football for Main Street Media. Yeah, and you're the one doing all the contacting, but you've not told me any different. So I'm expecting that when we call these guys to tell them we're coming to do their games, they are open open arms with us, man. They're just like, yeah, we're going to make this make whatever facilities we have available to you available tonight. We, you know, as much as we don't mind being outside, they they were nice enough to put us right here in the in the press box with the rain. So thanks to all these guys here at Franklin High School and every other school we've been to this year. It's been great. Absolutely. As uh, head coach Will Hester. Uh, again, has his team rolling, folks. Again, uh, after the loss to Alcoa to start the season, the Raptors have put together wins over Cane Ridge, at Blackman, at Smyrna, Overton, and then at Independence. And last week, they got a 24-7 to win versus Summit. You were reading a little bit uh, in yeah. our pregame about Ravenwood as uh, a nice win versus Summit, who is – a little down in, than in previous years, but they still are feisty, and it was a little closer game than I think some folks might have anticipated. Yeah, well, and to be honest with you, their their main their main running back uh, Carter Pace. I'm trying to find him here, find out what year running back he is. Was hurt last week and ended up uh, Donovan Davis or Davis Dallin, excuse me, stepped in 
and did a good job running for him uh, last week in that 24-7 win. So that may have that may have attributed to the fact that Ravenwood did not score as much as they had hoped to. They got a great kicker. A uh, young man's name is Donovan uh, Drew, Track, Drew, Drew Crabtree. He kicked a 44-yard field goal last week. Uh, sophomore quarterback, I'm going to try this. Have you tried it yet? Hit me with it, brother. Femi Babalola. Femi Babalola. I'm, that's that's, that's you, what I'm going to go with. You nailed it, my friend. Yeah. Sophomore. Sophomore. Uh, good-looking sophomore quarterback who's uh, done it. He hit, who, uh, they scored the last – threw a touchdown pass on the last uh, touchdown there but to Ben Hubbard, the wideout. So that's just some names you can start to listen for tonight for Raven. Ravenwood and Franklin as we take our time out here on the other side of this break we will get you ready for kickoff as the Raptors have made their trip over to take on the Admirals here in Williamson County. Scott and I will be back right after this. We're going to take a two minute timeout. You're listening to Main Street Preps Thursday night game of the week coverage presented by the Tennessee Highway Safety Office. At Dixon Tater Shack we take loaded baked potatoes to a whole new level. We're not just any potato joint. We're the best this side of the Mason-Dixon line. Whether you're a traditionalist who loves classic flavors or a culinary adventure seeking bold new combinations, we've got you covered. Located at 728 East College Street. Dine in or take out. Follow us on Facebook. Call us at 615-740-7111. It's just a few cocktails at happy hour. There aren't any cops around. After every game, we always have a few. It's no big deal. It was just a few drinks. I'm good. Hey, I can hold my liquor. I drink and drive all the time. If you put away some drinks, put away your keys. Fans don't let fans drive drunk. Brought to you by the Tennessee Highway Safety Office. Complete Service Heat and Air is a trusted provider of top-notch heating and cooling solutions dedicated to ensuring optimal comfort and efficiency for residential and commercial spaces. Complete Service Heat and Air is located in White Bluff, Tennessee. We do service and repair on heating and air the right way. 24-7 service call us at 615-797-3997. Serving Cheatham, Davidson, Dixon, Hickman, Humphreys, Montgomery, and Williamson counties. Let's visit with Laura from Moxie Pest Control. What separates us from other companies in Tennessee, our, our mission to our customers is to always improve the quality of life. We're considered a full encompassing service, so we're going to take care of 50 plus different pests, and we'll always have your back. Call Moxie Pest Control at 615-469-5710. That's 615-469-5710, or visit them at moxieservices.com. Welcome to the GR Group at Cry Like Realtors. Our team is comprised of seasoned veterans, military spouses, and other real estate professionals with strong ties to the military community. We specialize in helping our clients buy and sell homes, as well as providing comprehensive services for commercial and land properties. Whether you're relocating to the area interested in buying or selling a home or looking for commercial or land properties, the GR Group has the expertise and resources to help you achieve your real estate goals. Contact the GR Group today. As we welcome you back, ladies and gentlemen, National Anthem and pregame ceremonies just about concluded. It's closer and closer toward kickoff on a still little rainy 
fr- uh, Thursday night, beg pardon, as you're listening to Thursday night Main Street Preps game of the week coverage presented all season long by the Tennessee Highway Safety Office. He's Scott Stewart. I'm Wade Neely. And our producer is the great one, Justin Kulik. And Scott, we are in store for a good one. And yes, uh, there's a lot of reason to believe that Ravenwood would be your prohibitive favorite tonight. But how many of these games have we done this season where we think we got the game figured out on the uh, buildup, only to be really surprised, including that game like you mentioned last week, Siegel battling to uh, battling with Oakland 14-7 to in a tight one at halftime. Yeah, yeah, and and, and uh, Franklin, they they don't come out here just to say we're going to lose. I mean, they're they're going to come out here and try to win this ball game. Uh, you know, they played some pretty good teams. We've talked about it. They played page thirty five to seventeen. Really played Independence close thirty one twenty uh thirty one twenty four thirty four twenty three against Oldsville. That's some good ball teams that they're in those games thirty one seventeen to Brentwood. So, uh, you know. There's a there's a lot lot on the line. There's pride on the line when you've got a team that's been struggling to win. And so they're out there uh, flipping the coin right now. Your captains are for Ravenwood, Carter Pace, Wyatt Appleton, Cooper uh, Midget, and Jacob Thompson. And over um, Franklin High School's uh, captains tonight are Zach Cowart and Logan Lynch. And so anyway, you know, just – you come into a game, you see the records, you think, all right, we know what's going to happen. We know, you know, they're, they, they're just going to follow the script. Well, they may have a different idea. I always like to think think that, we're, you know, these kids have got a chance to play and win this ball game when they come out here. And, of course, you got a pretty impressive opponent, and uh, they got to get that out of their heads to start with. That, and that's really the, what, what, these, uh, what a team that's struggling has to do is get the other team out of their head and worry about themselves. You are correct, partner. Franklin comes in. A couple of silver balls in the trophy cabinet, 2004 and 2008. They go 13-2 and two in both of those seasons. Ravenwood, meanwhile, they have championships to their credit, 2005 and 2015. Raptors have taken the field. And as the band strikes up, here come the Admirals, folks. Franklin is in maroon and smoky gray. We'll call those tops there, maroon helmets. Ravenwood's going to wear red bottoms, white tops, and black helmets with red trim. This is going to be a fun ball game here. We're glad that you guys are with us on Thursday night Main Street Preps coverage. You know what I appreciate, Wade? I appreciate the fact that the team's got an 0-7 record struggled the way they have, Franklin has, and look, they got some great support from their school. That's another thing these kids need to see. They need to see that, that people appreciate their effort. And really out here, that got people out on a Thursday night in the rain, we got a pretty good, good home crowd. And also, uh, Ravenwood's brought a great crowd over on the other side, too, since it wasn't that far to go. Yeah, it was just a short drive down uh, from the Brentwood area as Ravenwood and Franklin going to get it on. Head coach Will Hester for the Raptors. And as we mentioned, Alex Melton out as the head coach at Franklin. Donnie Webb will serve as your head coach. Scott Stewart's here. Justin Kulik's our producer. Wade Neely saying hello. It is time. Once again, for Main Street Preps Thursday night game of the week coverage presented all season long by our friends at the Tennessee Highway Safety Office reminding you that fans don't let fans drive drunk. And I still see a lot of rain jackets and the, yeah, the umbrellas are just starting to pop back yeah, out. It's still raining. We uh, have not alluded to it just yet, but I know the players uh, 
maybe not the quarterbacks and the receivers, but a lot of the players uh, would be kind of excited to play in a little bit of precipitation here tonight. It's our first rain game, Wade. First one of the year, and ladies and gentlemen, at 7.01, we are officially underway. Toe has met leather. Ravenwood would field this ball at their own 35, and a nice burst out across midfield. And Ravenwood's Max Kimple, the junior, totes that one 15 to 16 yards on that return. And Ravenwood starts across the 50 in plus territory at the Franklin 48-yard line. Knocked out of bounds by Jacob Dystra. Did a good job, or else uh, that might have been a house call on that short kickoff. So we mentioned in our pregame, Femi Babalola, sophomore QB, standing tall in the shotgun. He's got three wide outs, two to his left, one to his right. Uh The ball is on the ground on the very first play and in the backfield. Brought down in the backfield. By number nine, the linebacker, Jack Flynn, came flying once he saw the ball hit the turf. Babalola was sacked before he even had a chance to pick it up. Yeah, and there's there comes into play that wet wet grass that we're talking about. And I'm telling you, it it, it can start getting in, in a player's head, too. You just have to be careful when you're out there and, and make sure you've got, secure, got that ball secured. Crowd is amped for the Admirals here. Second and about 14. It's the opening drive of the ball game. And second and 14 is stuffed, bottled up in the backfield. Looks like Aiden Elmore, one of the defensive linemen, came flying up and making uh, a good tackle there. And it's third and long. Stymie, but Wade, no, no gain on that play, so... This is kind of long description of what we saw last week, where the team, the team that, that was been on the, the considered the underdog, comes out with some defense, with some uh, strong defense. What can they do here on third and long? Third and fourteen, back at their own forty-eight, and it's a draw, running to his left and handing it off to his right, and That's Franklin making a great tackle on the far sideline. They'll get off the field on third down. Good job of. Selling the play for Babalola, but Franklin's defense was not fooled whatsoever. And a big stop, and the punting unit quickly trots out for the Raptors. I said it last week, and I'll say it again. Somebody forgot to tell the Admirals that they that they uh, they weren't supposed to win this game. They come out defensively, putting the pressure on, and uh, wobbly snap. Kick is away. Fair catch called for. Fair catch made at the twenty. Thomas Tillman, a senior. Yeah, everybody in the park kind of holding their breath. The snap was bobbled slightly. The kick was away. And then when you call for that fair catch, like my uh, Friday night broadcast partner, Chris Bledsoe, on the Giles County feed last week, he said, it's not a free catch, it's a fair catch. You get the right <laughs> to catch it, but uh, you still got to make the grab. And everybody was holding their breath there, but That's he called exactly it in right. in the yeah, rain. It is not a free catch. I mean, <laughs> you got, you still got, there's the catch part of that whole thing. That's the kicker. So first and 10 now. First offensive drive tonight for the Admirals. They run it up the gut. Oh, good. And good burst there. Running into a couple of linemen, but not giving up on the play. Was your tailback. And they're still walking these sticks up here. Maybe a gain of close to five right there. Yeah, an official five-yard gain after was that. that. Flynn? Was that Jack Flynn on that carry? Is that right? Number nine. Going to check on our ball carrier. 
Might have been Flynn. He's lined up in the back. Yeah. Running hard. No, he's not in the backfield. There's another back player. That's him back there that just got the ball. Same player. And back to the original line of scrimmage at best. Number five is who that is. Okay. Good call there. Sean Gacka. And Jacob Thompson comes up, makes the tackle here. They might have gave him a half yard there. Minimal gain at best. So now it's another quick third down. 8.54 remaining. We're in the opening quarter. It's third and six. Admirals have it on the far side hash. Closer toward the Ravenwood <laughs> sideline. Brewer Wilson taking the snap here at quarterback out of the pistol formation. He's going to drop back and throw for the first time tonight. Nice deep drop. Nice throw toward the sideline. Caught. Hauled in by Wills Jackson, a junior wideout. Jackson did a great job of finding the sideline, planting his feet, and then haul it in before he was shuffled out of bounds for the first. 13-yard gain, Wade. And, uh, wow, that's uh, that's a, you really need that when you're Franklin. I mean, it's just those little wins we talked about that will keep you keep you uh, moving forward. That's, that's, that's what that is right there. Fresh set of downs. They're just shy of their own 40-yard line. They work left to right here in this opening quarter. Going to throw for it again, this time in the flat and caught by Lucas Young, the junior. Young did a good job virtually uncovered there. Sometimes those can be the tricky ones, but he hauls it in, and he's got another first down in the blink of an eye here. Admirals are right near midfield at the 48. 23 yards on the last two plays all by the air to two different receivers. You know, there's a lot of kids that have thrown passes for Franklin this year, and uh, Brewer Wilson being the uh, being the man that's come that's that's done the most. So now first and ten. Do they go back to the air? No, hey, they man. get it on the ground. Yeah, first bruising carry there for Jalen Spring. He's a powerful junior, and Spring is brought down. He does pick up two yards, though, so pushing it right toward midfield. They're back on the near side hash now. At least according to Max Preps, Spring had not registered a carry, but this is a big bruising back here for the Admirals. Watch. And look out, backside blitz. Uncovered. And look out below as Kenner Schlitt came off the DB position there and just tattooed Wilson in the backfield and never saw him coming. And after second and eight, this will drop it back. Third and long here, ball resting at their own 42. Yeah, that's that's, a, that, that's devastating if you're Franklin because you've really gotten positive yardage going forward. Uh, everything's been forward, and now all of a sudden you just you turn your back on a man and he comes untouched. And wipes, uh, wipes out six yards. Third and long. Spring remains in the backfield. They're going to turn and hand to him on a draw. He gets a little bit of the yardage back. Back to maybe the original line of scrimmage. Just shy. Thompson made another big tackle. It's easy to find Thompson, folks. He's a big bruising defensive lineman wearing number zero. And Spring got a couple. And the teams will trade punts. 6.25 remaining in the very first quarter. Not a bad drive for uh, no, Franklin Air. Picked up a couple first downs and maybe a chance to flip the seven field. Yard, seven plays. Uh, got the ball up to midfield. Snap is away. It is a good one. 
And it is a rugby-style kick. It is hauled in on a little bit of a hop there by your return man, Hubbard. And good coverage there yeah. for the Admirals. Uh, did you see? That would be fun. I'm, I'm sorry. You run down the field wide open. That one uh, punt coverage guy got on the ground and slid about five yards. So the uh, wet track out there, it's, it's, it's really in great shape. But that wet track has already caused the fumble for Ravenwood. And, uh, you know, no footing issues that we've seen yet as Ravenwood takes over now at the 24-yard line. They're uh, obviously the second drive of the night, their worst field position of the night. 6.02 in the first quarter. Babaloa brings the offense back out. Twin wide receivers to either side. And he turns and gives. And a little handoff there goes to Davis Dowland, the sophomore, who played considerable minutes last week after an injury to Carter Pace, Carter Pace the senior. And Dowland picks up a couple. Franklin's defense playing well. A little over halfway through this first quarter here on Main Street Preps Thursday Night Football. Now they send a man in motion as a decoy. First real burst through the hole for either team as Dowland finds some space. He'll be closer to the sticks, but he's still going to be shy. So we got a big third down coming up yet again. Raptors quickly to the line. They now have twin wideouts to the left and a hard count. Got him. Yep. Going to pop him right into the neutral zone. Preston Hood Lemons, one of the two. There were a couple that jumped into the neutral zone. A little carried away there. And those ones kill you because it's just simply a free first down now for the Raptors. Anything could have happened on that play if you had if you had if you had to give them the opportunity uh, opportunity to just get that first down for free. Fresh set of downs for Ravenwood. And a give up the middle. It's Dowling again. Running hard out here. Sean Gacka, one of the DBs for Franklin, lost his helmet there. He'll try it out. Lucas Young trots back in in his place. Ravenwood going up tempo. Pickup of about seven yards there. Second and three. And another give. This time over the right side. And just beyond the sticks, it'll be a first down for the Raptors. They're now right near midfield at their own 48. Dallin's a little bit uh, slimmer, smaller, just a little quick guy. Uh, and he's he's come in here and made a difference on the uh, on the offense for, for Ravenwood to struggle that first drive. Nothing, nothing, your score. They run to the left. And Dallin is upended. Cowart, the senior linebacker, was there to greet him. And Cowart's got a had the height advantage there and did a great yeah. job of picking up the ball carrier and dumping him to the ground, pick up a two. I don't mean this bad by any means, but everybody's got a height advantage on Dallin. He's a little, he's a little bitty guy. Shifty in the backfield. Yes. Now, speaking of Shifty, they bring a man in motion, and Franklin misses a tackle or two. That time it was Hubbard, the punt returner, a moment ago. On kind of a jet sweep, as it were. And he picks up enough, just enough, for the first down. And suddenly the Raptors are rolling here. 3.45 to go. We're still scoreless. They've got the ball at the Franklin 41. Far side hash. 
They send Hubbard in motion again. And read option and stuffed. They got their fingertips all over the jersey there of Dallin and spun him to the turf. A couple of Franklin players in on the tackle, including Montgomery. Pim Montgomery jumping in there and small pickup, second and eight upcoming. Methodical drive. I tell you, I like the uh, I like the offensive line for Ravenwood. They they're big, but they what they're they're just really blowing the holes open. And it seems like uh, Davis is just picking his hole, whichever one seems to work the best for him. Almost, it's not really his own runs, but it's almost like that. They give to the left, and this is out to the thirty-six, and. They're just riding down, and that time they went over the left side. You were just talking about the offensive line. How about Big 71, Kyle Larkin on the left tackle there? This is a junior. He's just moving some weight over there yeah. on the left side. He's also accompanied by Riggs Hester, the junior guard. Yeah, number Powerful 71, combo. Kyle Larkin. You talking about the offensive line? Yeah. yeah. They got some beef over there. Third and five. It's a big play here late in the first quarter. Babylon's going to throw. Maybe not. Pocket breaking down. Now he oh, takes off. Move. Eludes one man. And that's going to be enough to get him the first. He didn't let the read develop very long before he saw that space. Bounced it out to the right. And brought down at the 18. Or excuse me, at the 28. And so Babalola has it to the... 28 here, first and 10. A couple of big third downs converted on this drive. Snap, inside read, and Dallin is bottled up. Defensive line's playing pretty well early in this game as well for the Admirals here. Yeah, they're holding their own against what is a, a big offensive line. I mean, those are some big guys out there, and, and that offensive line's blocking really well. The, the defense is just getting in there blocking the, and plugging the gaps up good. It's just they haven't been able to stop them here when they really needed to. Second and ten. They say no gain on the play. Second drive offensively tonight for the Raptors here. Give to Dallin. He kind of bounces backwards waiting for a hole to develop. Finally a little daylight emerged. And he pops forward for three at the end of all that. Another big third down upcoming. Yeah, he's, he's just getting to that. Like I say, you can't really call it a straight-up zone blocking, but it's basically he's picking his hole when he gets to the line of scrimmage. And that time, he the hole that he started to go in was clogged <laughs> up, and he, he was able to backtrack a little bit. Under a minute to go here in the first quarter. They're going to throw toward the far sideline. What a snag, climbing the ladder and making the grab, stretching Close to the first down. I think might still be shy. Kemple did haul it in, and, yeah, it'll be fourth down. Good job by the Admirals there of making sure there was no run after the catch. So we got fourth and two upcoming, fourth and a long one, I should say. This is coming from the 20-yard line. Uh-oh. And somebody thinking about it. <laughs> Somebody's thinking. Just it was a staring contest, and Ravenwood will blink first. They're going to take a They've timeout. They've got a really good field goal kicker, too, by the way. 
Coach Will Hester is going to think it over, maybe think about three, maybe think about going for it. We'll come back in 30 seconds. You're listening to Main Street Preps Thursday night game of the week coverage presented by the Tennessee Highway Safety Office. Let's visit with Laura from Moxie Pest Control. What separates us from other companies in Tennessee, our, our mission to our customers is to always improve the quality of life. We're considered a full encompassing service, so we're going to take care of 50 plus different pests, and we'll always have your back. Call Moxie Pest Control at 615-469-5710. That's 615-469-5710, or visit them at moxieservices.com. Fourth down, and the offense coming back out. Yep, breaking the huddle here. Coach Hester calling a timeout. Their kicker kicked a 44-yard field goal last week, so he's very capable from there, but it looks like they're ready to go for it. 34 seconds left in the first quarter. Biggest play of the ball game. They send Sullivan in motion. And now they give oh Owen goodness. still on his feet somehow. Now racing toward the goal line, trying to stretch and dive across and into the end zone. Carter Pace, after Dowlin kind of just softened him up all drive, kind of unfairly of sorts, they put Pace in there. Pace picked up two or three yards. Would have been good enough for the first, but they didn't wrap him up, and he popped free at the end of that and scampers in for the opening touchdown. Ravenwood leads this game six to nothing on Main Street Preps Thursday night football. Yeah, he's uh, pace is a little. Oh, old. it's a high snap! Goodness gracious! And this rolls all the way back to the forty, and he can't return. Yeah, half the crowd uh, thinking they were getting ready to return that for a two point conversion, <laughs> and it would have he would have been off to the races right there as Luke Thompson. The DB, that ball was just way over the head a, of the... It was a rocket, man. That ball came back hard and fast. I mean, it's like a pass, somebody, that you could see some kids, uh, some quarterbacks throw. <laughs> that ball was thrown. Holder never that had a chance. <laughs> Holder never had a chance. So uh, it's a slippery ball out here tonight, folks. But Ravenwood strikes first. 6 nothing. you score. Scott and I are back in 30 seconds here on Main Street Preps Thursday Night Radio. It's just a few cocktails at happy hour. There aren't any cops around. After every game, we always have a few. It's no big deal. It was just a few drinks. I'm good. Hey, I can hold my liquor. I drink and drive all the time. If you put away some drinks, put away your keys. Fans don't let fans drive drunk. Brought to you by the Tennessee Highway Safety Office. Good first quarter. We're late in the period. Drew Crabtree will be the kicker. Ravenwood scores a touchdown. They did not convert the PAT. It was a high snap. That right there was your everyday average 13-play drive. Woo! I knew we were in double digits, and now Crabtree boots one, but it goes out of bounds. Franklin playing pretty well. Yeah. Moved the ball fairly well on their first drive before they punted near midfield. And then had a couple of third downs and then ultimately a fourth down. 
Coach Hester rolling the dice a little bit, like you mentioned, with a great kicking game, and it pays off as they score the touchdown to strike first. Yep, 13 plays, 76 drive, uh, 76 yards, 5 minutes and 40 seconds on the clock, and leaving us with about 26 seconds left here in the first quarter as Franklin will take over at their own 35 after the ball goes out of bounds. Is there anything else I can help you with? This, this you know, uh, you pretty much covered it, my friend. You are thorough, if nothing else, which I <laughs> certainly appreciate. Well, I am nothing else, so I must be that. <laughs> here we go. <laughs> Admirals back out offensively. Again, they moved it fairly well. The drive begins at the 35 after the penalty. And a give in the backfield to Spring, who, again, is returning from injury. And that might take us to the end of the first quarter here. And, yeah, Franklin looks like they're content to go to the end of the period. Great first quarter. Ravenwood strikes on their second offensive possession, and they lead it 6 to nothing. Scott and I will be back in one minute. You're listening to Main Street Prep's Thursday night game of the week coverage presented by the Tennessee Highway Safety Office. We're back in 60 seconds. Let's visit with Laura from Moxie Pest Control. What separates us from other companies in Tennessee, our, our mission to our customers is to always improve the quality of life. We're considered a full encompassing service, so we're going to take care of 50 plus different pests, and we'll always have your back. Call Moxie Pest Control at 615-469-5710. That's 615-469-5710. Or visit them at moxieservices.com. It's just a few cocktails at happy hour. There aren't any cops around. After every game, we always have a few. It's no big deal. It was just a few drinks. I'm good. Hey, I can hold my liquor. I drink and drive all the time. If you put away some drinks, put away your keys. Fans don't let fans drive drunk. Brought to you by the Tennessee Highway Safety Office. We begin the second quarter, Main Street Preps Thursday night game of the week coverage presented by the Tennessee Highway Safety Office. Uh, a screen pass blown up. Ravenwood's Landon Gullet, one of the first on the scene. And Brewer Wilson, even on a screen pass, had really no time to throw there, and he got it away, but yeah, it falls a, to the turf incomplete. You're supposed to give them, you're supposed to at least chip them a little bit. So they can't get back to it quite that fast. It's a free run. Ravenwood leads this contest six to nothing. Franklin forced the three and uh, forced a punt on the opening drive. Got it to midfield themselves. Had to punt. Ravenwood scores as Wilson pump fakes. Now fires downfield. Oh incomplete. The double clutch nearly oh, paid play, off. Gacka, the tight end who has played quarterback this year. Had his fingertips to it. Personal and we foul. got roughing the passer. Yep. You called it. The late flag came in. Wilson was rolling to his right. He looked up and he saw a man wide open. And, and well, it took everything he could to keep from uh, getting sacked. And when he got loose, he looked up and there was a man running wide open. He delivered a pump fake. Yeah, and did. the pump fake nearly got him sacked. But then once he eluded that pressure, that let him free. And just missed Gacka there. First trip across the 50 way. Franklin into positive territory. You're right. Ball resting at the 46 on the far side hash. Ravenwood up six to nothing. 
early second quarter. Nice little slip in the backfield and a nice extra move there. Gaka, very versatile. We mentioned he's thrown the ball this year. He's ran the ball. He's caught the ball. He's still on his feet somehow, and he's kind of in a tussle. Didn't want to go down. Forward progress pushes it out across the 45. Ball resting now at the 43-yard line. Second and about seven, maybe a short six here, or long six, I should say, as the Admirals working right to left here in this second quarter. Traditional single backs set with trips. All those trips to the left, and now the ball, oh, my goodness. Laid out there forever, T-Way. Gacko was <laughs> bottled up immediately, and the ball popped free. Good news is for the Admirals, they do fall on it. Andrew Hubbard, the senior lineman, makes the recovery. Going to lose six yards back to the 50. Third and 14. And frankly, you just get the feeling they need to stay ahead of the chains. Yes. Here tonight. From the far side hash. It's a big play here. Early in the second quarter. As Wilson drives his hands off. Now takes the snap. And the pocket broke down pretty quickly. He scoots up in the pocket. And he'll gain a couple. It's not a sack, but it might as well have been one. Defensive pressure. And just across midfield to the 49. And not really in a great spot to maybe go for this. They'll punt it away on fourth and 14. You can just see that kind of frustration where, you know, it's just those things where you just can't get everything to go go your way, go right for you in enough of a series to pull you through some of these kind of games. Good snap. Again, the rugby kick is away. And a good job of picking that one up. Santino Bruni, Bruni, I beg pardon, picked that one up right around the 21-yard line. So if you're into little victories, Scott, Franklin's stacking a few here. They're pushing Ravenwood further and further back. This will be their worst starting field position of the night by a wide margin. And the defense is playing pretty well. What did you say, 15 plays a moment ago? Yeah. If you make a team snap it 15 times, you assume you might get a little At bit of a break point, there. At some something's going to go your way, you'd think. That's exactly right. Uh, really, seems like a really important drive right here, Wade. Ravenwood. Different quarterback, yeah, too. Yeah, changing it up. Uh, and the soft, a fellow sophomore, Babalola, is not in there. That's Maverick Chance. He calls his own number. Seeing a little moving and shaking with this Ravenwood offense here. They lead it six to nothing on Main Street Preps Radio. Big, uh, much wider build for this young man than the the slim Babalola. Second and seven. Chance is going to throw for it. Standing tall in the pocket. Knocked away. One DB nearly intercepted it. And the second one knocked it away. The receiver was trailing behind in case it got through both of them. Dixon is the one that gets the PBU there. 
knocking it away and making sure the completion never happened. Ex- excellent play on that. Uh, the, he did have a few steps. The ball with a little bit more elevation, that ball could have fallen in for a completion, but the defensive player, great play on the ball. Didn't try to didn't try to go up there and make an interception, just knocked that ball away and, and brought up third down. Quick third down here. Can the Admirals get a stop? Chance is going to roll to his left. Speedy quarterback. There Uh-oh. he goes. He takes off, and he's got the first down and then some. He's out across the 40, and he's finally brought down by about three players at the 45. Second time tonight with two different quarterbacks that the elusiveness of the QB has gotten the better of the Admiral defense. Yeah, and just like that, that's 20 yards, man. That That's a, that's a fast young man. Maverick Chance, I was just going to say, this kid's got some wheels. Now he's going to throw it again, incomplete. Running before making the catch on the far side there. And the Admirals catch a little bit of a break. Junior wideout Hubbard couldn't haul it in. I mean, I wondered what was going on with uh, Babalola, why he wasn't out there. But I see why they want to give this kid a chance to play some quarterback. They got two really good sophomore QBs. Now they go back on the ground to Dowlin, who on that 15-play drive, uh, you want me to tell you how many? Yeah, he carried it seven, eight, nine times. Nine carries alone, and he featured on virtually every play except the touchdown that goes in from 20-plus from pace there. He picks up a good chunk of yards here, and it sets up third and five. That was his 10th carry for the night right there, 35 yards. That's a game's worth of action for a lot of folks. <laughs> yeah. Big play. This Franklin defense has played well, but they got to get a third down stop. Forced one punt. Can they get another punting opportunity? It's six to nothing, Ravenwood. Approaching midway in the second quarter. Man in motion. Pocket breaking down. Oh, oh and they lost the QB again. And Chance now eluding another. Now he's potentially off to the races. Out across the 30. Weaving, wheeling, and dealing. And finally brought down at around the three-yard line. Chance, wow, run to his left, looked like he was bottled up. Then he got into that next level and darted to his right. 45 yards. Lost one defender 45 yards later down to around the three-yard line. It'll be first and goal in the blink of an eye here for the Raptors. Guys, he is quick. You know, you just see him, you don't think of that that kind of quickness, but he is quick and Outright fast. First and goal. And they go back to chance on the QB keeper. Looks like he's in. So, after a backup running back scored the uh, opening touchdown for the Raptors, this time on this drive, it's the backup quarterback. As chance comes in and orchestrates a brilliant drive in short order, and the Raptors extend their lead. It is 13 to nothing. PAT pending here on Main Street Preps Thursday Night Football. Uh, one, two, three, four, five, six, seven plays, Wade. 78 yards. Um, mostly either throwing the ball or running the ball. Young, uh, The young quarterback, Chance. Maverick Chance. Yep. orchestrating a beautiful touchdown drive. Admirals will get the ball when we come back. It is 13 to nothing. 
After the PAT is up and good, we're back in 30 seconds here on Main Street Preps. Thursday night game of the week coverage presented by the Tennessee Highway Safety Office. It's just a few cocktails at happy hour. There aren't any cops around. After every game, we always have a few. It's no big deal. It was just a few drinks. I'm good. Hey, I can hold my liquor. I drink and drive all the time. If you put away some drinks, put away your keys. Fans don't let fans drive drunk. Brought to you by the Tennessee Highway Safety Office. Alongside Scott Stewart, our producer Justin Kulik, Wayne Neely saying good evening. Scott, we've seen Ravenwood been in some precarious situations, and unfortunately if you're a Franklin fan, Admiral's defense just has not been able to make that big third right. down stop right now, and as a result, Ravenwood leads it 13 to nothing. They've done a good job getting them to third and fourth down. Haven't been able to stop them, and that time, uh, Maverick Chance just kick off, fielded in the field of play. It nearly went out of bounds again, and oh my word, still loose out across the 40, now out and finally brought down just beyond the 50. That's one of those returns right there where Thomas Tillman, you're saying, hey, let it go out of bounds, but Tillman showing off his wheels there, starting on that far hash marks and then eventually ending up back on the near side. Massive return out across midfield, and suddenly the Admirals are in business here. Yeah, shot like he was shot out of a cannon, Wade. Went right up through the gut of that return and, and actually looked like he was going to be stopped back about the 35 or 40-yard line. and. Somehow or another just squirted out of there for another 10 or 15 yards. So they're starting on the plus side. Of the, you really feel like Franklin needs to get something out of this drive right here. 6.27 to go till halftime. Admirals are set to receive the second half kickoff. Deep throw over the Got middle. Him. Got a man caught. Hauled in. Foot race. 15, 10. That's a flag. We got to be careful here. We got a horse collar coming. But then after the catch, we had a little extra jaw in there. That was a great grab by one of your tight ends, Lucas Young hauling it in and caught virtually in stride. Young had just enough separation, and he's brought down by the horse collar right around the two-yard line. And he got up kind of flexing. And that's when you're thinking, whoa, 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 let's not negate uh, yeah, let's, anything here. Let's like, make sure we get this play. Don't turn a good situation bad. And just like that, Franklin is in position, Wade, to uh, answer this touchdown, just as I said, against Ravenwood. Something I feel like they needed to do to remain in this ball game. First snaps in the red zone First tonight. Snap. Handoff goes to Gacka. And Sean Gacka, the junior, is in. Holy moly. A huge special teams play. A big-time pass, and then a short run, all that is required. And Coach Donnie Webb smacking everybody on the helmets as they come off. The Admirals have it back within one possession. It's 13-6 to here on Main Street Preps Thursday night football coverage. Wade, I would tell you, I would give you a big long list of plays for that one, but it was literally a two-play drive. It took 39 seconds off the clock. About, or 27 seconds off the clock, excuse me. 48 yards covered. The majority of those yards, of those 48 yards, were covered by that pass, 45-yard pass. Uh, but 
the majority of the yards before that set up by the young man with the kickoff return down to the 48-yard line. Big kick return, big pass, and a nice run. 13-7 to is your new score. It's game on once again here in Williamson County. Scott and I are back in 30 seconds. You're listening to Main Street Preps Thursday night game of the week coverage sponsored by the Tennessee Highway Safety Office. Let's visit with Laura from Moxie Pest Control. What separates us from other companies in Tennessee, our, our mission to our customers is to always improve the quality of life. We're considered a full encompassing service, so we're going to take care of 50 plus different pests and we'll always have your back. Call Moxie Pest Control at 615-469-5710. That's 615-469-5710. Or visit them at moxieservices.com. Yeah. Right. Back with you guys here on Main Street Preps Thursday night game of the week coverage. You know, we're sitting next to the Franklin statisticians here. They're they're fired up after watching the hometown guys get in. Yeah, nice are. touchdown drive to respond. Thirteen to seven is your new score and the kickoff will go into the end zone. We got a touchback. So now the what do you do is you if if you're Franklin, you try to answer what your offense has done, right? Build on that momentum. If you're Ravenwood and you come into this game and you're the big favorite, you kind of struggled with Summit last week. You know, if you're Ravenwood, you kind of want to make a signature statement here tonight, especially with the fact that you're fixing to roll over and play Oakland coming up. You need to have some good stuff happening for you as well, because coming up soon you're going to be you're going to be on the downside of that underdog role, right? Yeah. Next week, Ravenwood will have a final non-region contest when they. Tr- take on the high-powered Oakland Patriots. And back in with Babaloa here. So they're rotating quarterbacks. Give will go to Dallin. They're rotating quarterbacks, but they're not really rotating the running backs as much as Dallin, the sophomores, getting the heavy workload here tonight. No gain, though. Can Franklin's defense cash in? Remember, they get the ball to start the second half. There's still 538 to go. Here in the second quarter. Ball between the hash marks here. They go back to Dowlin, who runs into a couple of bodies, and he's finally brought down. Good job there for the Admirals. One of your linemen. Couldn't see who came up and made the final hit there. Yeah, it was 87. First time tonight we've called a Big game defensive of, yeah, Gardner Eads. And it sets up third and six. Another big third down for the defense here. Out of the gun. Babalo is going to roll to his strong side. Fires. He's got a man downfield. Great grab. Hauled in on the far uh, near sideline by Kimple right in front of the Franklin faithful. And that will move the chains. Whew. These third down conversions are yeah, stockpiling almost, here. For yeah, you almost get the, the uh, Baylor. How far would they get on that? About 10 yards? I, I'd give you that. Every bit I almost of feel nine. like Raven Woods just okay with just up the middle, up the middle. We'll get us where we can 
and a doable third down and just see what we can do from there. Frank, uh, Franklin brings pressure off. here. This is oh, a no. jump ball, and wow, Woo! coming back what and making the move. grab at the 35, and now weaving, weaving, still on his feet, and oh, my word, into the end zone. 62 yards. Ben Hubbard went up and caught it at its highest point. It was a pure jump ball. That, that ball should have been intercepted, and, and the defender, there's two defenders back there ready to pick it up, Wade. And he came back between the two of them <laughs> and uh, and picked that thing and got that ball and, and then outran everybody to the end zone. Hubbard goes up, makes the snag, and then was showing off his elusiveness there. Rumbling in, 60-plus yards on the score. And after a nice and tidy first quarter, kind of like a shootout has broke out here. I know, isn't it? It's 19 to seven we got a late penalty that came in against the admirals there elmore on the unsportsmanlike that'll be assessed on the kickoff which normally you're saying okay big deal but franklin just had a huge kickoff return a moment ago and this will probably be a touchback as the extra point is up, the extra point is good. So 20 to 7 is your new score. Ravenwood strikes back quickly. Big play through the air, 62 yards to pay dirt, and it's 20 to 7. Scott and I are back right after this. You're listening to Main Street Preps, Thursday night game of the week coverage presented by the Tennessee Highway Safety Office. We are back in 30 seconds. It's just a few cocktails at happy hour. There aren't any cops around. After every game, we always have a few. It's no big deal. It was just a few drinks. I'm good. Hey, I can hold my liquor. I drink and drive all the time. If you put away some drinks, put away your keys. Fans don't let fans drive drunk. Brought to you by the Tennessee Highway Safety Office. We're back, ladies and gentlemen, alongside Scott Stewart. Wade Neely saying hello. Hello. And Scott Ravenwood, yeah. Four plays, 80 yards, Wade. Your drive charts are uh, getting smaller and smaller, it looks like, over there. <laughs> Ravenwood has now scored on a 15-play drive and a uh, four-play drive. That's, <laughs> that's exactly right. And then a uh, seven-play drive, right? Yeah, seven. And then uh, Franklin scored on a two-play drive, so... We got we're all over the place tonight, and I and the ball will be moved way up for uh, doing due to the penalty. So this one should float into the end zone. You would think, unless they're gonna. I was just getting ready to say, unless you maybe roll the dice for the onside kick, because you're not out much on field position, and they do try the onside kick, but it is straight out of bounds. Yeah, and so Franklin will take over right around the 35, maybe the 34. Yeah, they mark it at 34. Main Street Preps, Thursday night game of the week coverage. Ravenwood at Franklin. First broadcast in the month of October. We have a big broadcast coming up at the end of the month. We're off the next two weeks, but we close out in style. Stay tuned is all we're going to say about That's that. That's exactly right. There are a lot of good games across the mid-state. On that last week you know, of the of the regular season, there's a lot of good Thursday night. I games. saw you at the the desk the other day when we were going through those matchups. You were kind of 
yeah. licking your chops a little bit there, saying which one of these can we get as first and ten. Franklin kind of fooled the motion in the backfield. They give up the middle. And a good carry for Spring, who, again, is just coming back from injury. He's got some nice bursts, and he picks up five yards. 4.05 to go We're in the second quarter. The hometown Admirals trying to claw back in it. They just got within one possession a moment ago before Ravenwood extended its lead. Snap, throw toward the sideline, uh -oh. intercepted, gone. That's a pick six. Caught on that far sideline. And that is off to the races as Donovan Starr, who's a junior. Starr just read the route from the jump, and the button hook was picked off and taken to the house. Starr going 55 yards. And as quickly as the Ravenwood offense is scored, the defense strikes in even quicker fashion. We're a PAT away from being a 20-point edge in this game all of a sudden. Right, and you were just feeling, and of course, Franklin, if you're Franklin, you were just feeling pretty good about yourself. You, you took it down there, brought it back within six. They're just at the very beginning of, the, of this, uh, as this quarter, about, about midway through this quarter, and the wheels have kind of fallen off for Franklin. Giving up a quick touchdown and now a defensive touchdown, which would just break your soul. Tough break there for the Admirals. They'll try and regroup here. Quick timeout, 27-7 to 7 is your new score. Scott and I are back in 30 seconds right here on Main Street Preps Thursday night Game of the Week coverage. Let's visit with Laura from Moxie Pest Control. What separates us from other companies in Tennessee, our, our mission to our customers is to always improve the quality of life. We're considered a full encompassing service, so we're going to take care of 50 plus different pests, and we'll always have your back. Call Moxie Pest Control at 615-469-5710. That's 615-469-5710, or visit them at moxieservices.com. Donovan Starr made an amazing break on that ball. I mean, you could see it coming from a mile away. You could, see, well, you know, as soon as the ball was let loose, you saw it, and he was just like, "Oh, this is this isn't going to end well for Franklin." And you know what I said a minute ago? You have to remember this. So, Ravenwood needs to make a statement right here. They needed to make sure that they didn't come out and struggle in against uh, Franklin as they did against Summit. And I think they're uh, making a, a case for that tonight. Second pick six we've had in as many weeks. Yeah. And it's kind of a similar script to last week's game. You're seeing a scrappy, spirited effort from the home team. And then kind of you can just see the dominance starting to trickle through here for Ravenwood. And uh, the momentum is building. <clears throat> but Franklin is capable. We saw Wilson orchestrate a nice touchdown drive a moment ago. He trots the troops back out here now. Admirals with the ball. They trail 27-7. to Low snap, same route, but this time it's caught. Hauled in on that far sideline, and now it's a foot race. It's the exact same play, <laughs> but this time it goes for pay dirt. What a snag on the sideline. Tillman, who had that big return earlier, 
That was nearly intercepted as well. Yes, it was. And it's an 80-yard touchdown oh. in the blink of an eye. The game is back on here in Williamson County. Franklin said, hold up just a minute. Just a, just a moment, my friend. Just hang on right there. We are not – We the, the uh, rumor of our demise is greatly over-exaggerated. And you know, I'm looking. Wow. In, I'm looking in the crowd, and you can see a couple of the fans motioning uh, as if they thought the pass was going to be intercepted as well. It was the exact same route, and it w- was about an inch or two away from being a pick six yet again. But because the uh, gamble came up empty, that meant that Tillman was scot-free on that sideline. Then he just showed off the wheels after he uh, made the snag, rumbling 80 yards for the score. In case you wanted to know how long it takes him to run 80 yards, it's 16 seconds because that's exactly how long that play took. <laughs> 16 seconds, one play, 80-yard uh, touchdown drive, 80-yard touchdown play. It's uh, been a wild game. Eight. I don't know uh, after the first quarter – if we uh, thought this many points would score here in the second, but wow, this has been a crazy second quarter. Ravenwood led 6 nothing after one, and now as we get ready for uh, our ensuing kickoff, it's 27-14. to And when you're a coach of a team that comes in that's favored like Ravenwood was in coming into this game, right, Wade? That kind of stuff drives you insane. You know, not making that play, going for that interception, instead of tackling the player because somebody because somebody wanted to get another pick six instead of knocking the knocking that receiver down now now that you can't you can't just say we're going to win this ball game right now franklin is in this game and that drives that drives a coach nuts kickoff goes into the end zone I was going to say, make you lose a little sleep for a few nights. But yeah. the thing is, partner, they're on fall breaks. They're going to be thinking about those, some of those plays for a couple of extra nights And, of course, you also got to remember, we always, everybody gets all tore up. We're talking about the maximum, what, 18-year-old kids. That, that's the old, very oldest ones. Uh, you're talking about kids anywhere from 15 to, to 18. And, you know, they're going to – if I if the ball is out there, floating out there like that, what else are you going to do? You're going to go for the pick. I mean, that's after, especially after you just after you just had one, right? Called one in, absolutely. MainStreetMediaRadio.com is your destination for Thursday night Main Street Preps game of the week coverage, presented by the Tennessee Highway Safety Office on first and ten. This is a throw toward the far sideline. It is hauled in by the Raptors, and. That time, about five, yeah, about six yards. They're going to Kimble. Kimble's a great possession receiver, by the way. Maybe seven. They've utilized him on a couple of these key third downs. 3.15 to go. We're in the second quarter. 27 to 14 is your score. Franklin right here really would like to get some kind of stop. At the very least, keep him out of the end zone, which may be too late. Uh, handoff and now busting free. Finally brought down, though, Davis Dowlin. The give to the left was not really there, so he just simply reversed his field, ran to the right. And Admirals are out of position. And now the Raptors are in business. Ball at the Franklin 41. 31 yards on that on that carry. Yeah, if you're Franklin, you really want to find something defensively here where you can hold them up and get the ball back at halftime like you said after halftime. If you could figure out the way around it, that's what they want to do. Of course, Ravenwood 
just thinks business as usual right here. We're just going to drive this ball right down their throat. Yep, and running and now into the second level, Thompson King comes up and makes the stop from his safety position, which is not what you like to hear if you're a Franklin supporter when your safety's having to come up and make tackles. Dallin picks up about 10, maybe 11 yards. Fresh set of downs, first and 10 at the 31. Still plenty of time here, 2.25 to go till the break. And they're back in with Babalola at QB. And he calls his own number here. Now he scampers toward the right. Needs one man to beat to get to the end zone. Good job of staying in front of him for Franklin. Zach Cowart, the senior, didn't bring him down so low, but he did slow him down just enough. But Babalola gets all the way down inside the 10. 25 yards on that carry. Kind of an effortless run down the right-hand side. Franklin's defense just looks a little fatigued, maybe, if nothing else here. But a nice give. Uh, nice stuff on the give, I should say. As many as three, maybe four admirals in on the tackle. Minute 40 to go now. And this is a great situation if you're Ravenwood here because you can bleed the clock the in clock case Franklin out, yeah. had any thoughts of yeah, because they can score it pretty fast. Obviously, we've seen them score in in, 20, in uh, 16 seconds. They snap it with about a minute 20 to go. Inside give to Dowlin. He's met at the two. He's fighting for the goal line. He's short. Both officials, one from the far side, now the other from the near side, come in and blow the play dead just shy of the goal line. And it's third and a yard at most, maybe third and inches here. Good job. There were several players converging on the football there, and they brought down Dallin just shy of the end zone. Going to have a timeout called here. I didn't see who they who, who called the timeout. Maybe Franklin trying to trying to spare some time. Yeah, I was getting ready to say. I uh, never saw which way it was indicated, but because it was called kind of quickly, I assumed that it might have been Franklin trying Keep that time in their pocket. Head coach Donnie Webb, again, for just joining us. Alex Melton, relieved of his uh, head coaching duties earlier this week. It's been well documented. Admirals have not been great over the last couple of seasons, 1-26 and 26 under Melton. But Webb's got them kind of inspired tonight. Yeah. And the ball is resting about a good two inches from the goal line here. If there's ever a time to bow up defensively, now is it. It'll be third and goal. And here comes the jumbo package for the Raptors. Still out of the shotgun, though. Babalola calls for it, gives to Dowlin, and he is in. Dowlin plunges in from less than a yard away. And the Raptors... Extend their lead. It's 33-14. to 14. And Franklin's defense finally on that drive showed up to make a few plays, but the damage had been done. After a big rush from Dowlin, got it well across midfield. Batalola had a nice scramble. This is another wild snap there. Ball very slick tonight with the rain. 
But the kick is up and the kick is good. And we'll take our final time out of the first half. It's 34 to 14. Raptors pushing their lead when Scott and I return in 30 seconds. You're listening to Main Street Preps Thursday night game of the week coverage presented by the Tennessee Highway Safety Office. It's just a few cocktails at happy hour. There aren't any cops around. After every game, we always have a few. It's no big deal. It was just a few drinks. I'm good. Hey, I can hold my liquor. I drink and drive all the time. If you put away some drinks, put away your keys. Fans don't let fans drive drunk. Brought to you by the Tennessee Highway Safety Office. One oh seven to go till halftime. Alongside Scott Stewart, Wade Neely saying good evening. Franklin has never led in this contest, but it's been a one-possession game on a couple of occasions. But Ravenwood has stepped its game up here in the last couple of moments. They kick it away. This will be hauled in at around the five. And a good little carry, Luke Thompson. Tillman was back there ready to return it, and Thompson jumped in front of him and made the snag. Tillman had that big return. He's probably saying, hey, partner, that was supposed to be my ball. Say, <laughs> so in case you hadn't saw, seen, I've been running pretty good tonight. I see what Thompson was going for, though, there, saying, you know, we want to make sure somebody catches it. So Franklin's got 59 seconds to work with. They got two timeouts remaining. How aggressive do you get? You do get the ball to start the third quarter. They're going to go aggressive, aggressive all the way deep. Uh, did he get up and get that ball? Did he? Hold on. Did he catch that? Yeah, it was a pick. It was intercepted. I thought it was intercepted at first, and then some of the body language looked like that Lucas Young might have hauled it in. So it's an arm punt, as it were. But the bad news is Ravenwood can score quickly. Yes. And they've got the ball at their own 36-yard line, 37-yard line. And they still got two timeouts remaining. Went for the bundle, as they say right they there. They did go for the bundle. It was a little underthrown. Under it was really going to be a jump ball. And the defender had – I don't know if we ever figured out who it was, but had a tremendous, tremendous position. And a great catch. Yeah. Now back up quarterback in. Chances. Already orchestrated one touchdown drive. Now he's running to his right. He oh is goodness. blasted he at the end, the but he off. throws it away. Uh -oh. And we got a huge little scuffle behind the play. There are penalty markers that come in as Wolf made the grab. And the Franklin fans are saying that the quarterback chance might have kind of threw a little little forearm shiver, maybe even like a little punch there. Things got really heated after chance got rid of the football. That covered 25 yards. Just the penalties are going to offset. They called Thompson and chance. But it was during the play, so they're going to have to come back. That was not an after play. So that, that 
basically the play never happened. That's a great point. Yes, turn your mic off. <laughs> the official had left his mic on, had some negative words to say. No, no. He said, no, no. And so let's see now what Ravenwood, number one, does offensively. They burned some time. They burned about seconds. 17 seconds off with that, whatever that was. That was a pretty – the fact they got that that ball off and they gained 25 yards on that play, we, we, we kind of skipped over that fact because of the all the uh, extracurriculars. But that was pretty amazing that he, he basically a, a fraction of a second before getting head, getting knocked head over heels, he was able to get that ball off and it gained 25 yards. Crazy play. As, uh, yeah, we, we tried to do it our best justice there, but Chance, Maverick Chance, rolls to his right. Everybody in the ballpark thought he was going to take off and run, I think, there, including the defense, who was kind of sucked up toward the line of scrimmage there. And then he dumps it downfield to Wolf. At the end of the throw, he was close to being beyond the line of scrimmage also. because he, he, he rolled the dice right there. But the pass was completed. And at the end, Thompson and the quarterback, Chance, had some words, maybe even, let's just say they're not going to be on each other's Christmas card no, they, list. They're not going to be hooking up year. on each other anytime soon. So it looks like we got cooler heads out there. Uh, the, and, the the other quarterback has come in for, uh, for Ravenwood. Uh, neither player was uh, – Baba Lola. I do know his name. Neither player was ejected there. Uh, a lot of fans for Franklin were maybe wanting a chance to get tossed. Baba Lola's going to roll to his right now, fire to his left. He's got a screen play and is hauled in, but a good tackle. That was a good open field tackle right there. Preston Hood Lemons on the tackle. Pick up eight. And there's 15 seconds. I'm really kind of surprised that uh, Ravenwood is not calling a timeout here. There's nine seconds now. Babalola's just going to load up. This might be the final play. I know they got a big lead, but this is unless they put it a second back on, that's going to be how the half comes to an end. Yeah. And that is, you know, you started the drive thinking you're getting some points, and if that was your goal, that was pretty poor clock management, I'm afraid to say. Yeah, that was <laughs> that didn't look good, did it? You had a timeout, had two, uh, one timeout in your back pocket. And you got a great kicking game. But if you're Franklin, you kind of survive a little bit there. You're only down 20. It's 34 to 14. Things got a little wild toward the end of the second quarter, which is only fitting because the second quarter was a wild one. It was 6 nothing. Ravenwood leads after one. But then the second quarter saw a flurry of points. And at halftime, it is 34 to 14 here on Main Street Prep's Thursday night game of the week coverage. Whew. I'm going to collect my thoughts and uh, catch my breath here, partner, as uh, <laughs> things things got a little wild down the stretch there, my yeah, friend. Yeah, for a game that we weren't really sure when we came in, you know, we obviously had an idea uh, that there was one team that was that was uh, favored to win. We've seen, we really saw Franklin play pretty good there in that first quarter, and Ravenwood started to kind of uh, take control of the game there at the end of the first quarter. And uh, as the second quarter started, but and it looked like they were about to pretty much 
run away with this thing at 13 to nothing. And the next thing you know, uh, Franklin scored on a two-play drive, including one a 48-yard pass. Brought us right back into a one-possession game, and then it's been nothing but mayhem since then. We'll talk more about that later, but, I mean, it's been just craziness. It has been a wild one, folks, as uh, we expected nothing less. They're all wild here on uh, Main Street Prep's Thursday night game of the week coverage. We're brought to you all season long by the folks at the Tennessee Highway Safety Office. Scott and I will come back in two minutes right here from the campus of Franklin High School where it is Ravenwood 34, Admirals 14. We're back in two minutes. At Dixon Tater Shack, we take loaded baked potatoes to a whole new level. And we're not just any potato joint. We're the best this side of the Mason-Dixon line. Whether you're a traditionalist who loves classic flavors or a culinary adventure seeking bold new combinations, we've got you covered. Located at 728 East College Street. Dine in or take out. Follow us on Facebook. Call us at 615-740-7111. It's just a few cocktails at happy hour. There aren't any cops around. After every game, we always have a few. It's no big deal. It was just a few drinks. I'm good. Hey, I can hold my liquor. I drink and drive all the time. If you put away some drinks, put away your keys. Fans don't let fans drive drunk. Brought to you by the Tennessee Highway Safety Office. Complete Service Heat and Air is a trusted provider of top-notch heating and cooling solutions dedicated to ensuring optimal comfort and efficiency for residential and commercial spaces. Complete Service Heat and Air is located in White Bluff, Tennessee. We do service and repair on heating and air the right way 24-7 service. Call us at 615-797-3997. Serving Cheatham, Davidson, Dixon, Hickman, Humphreys, Montgomery, and Williamson counties. Let's visit with Laura from Moxie Pest Control. What separates us from other companies in Tennessee, our our mission to our customers is to always improve the quality of life. We're considered a full encompassing service, so we're gonna take care of 50 plus different pests, and we'll always have your back. Call Moxie Pest Control at 615-469-5710. That's 615-469-5710, or visit them at moxieservices.com. Welcome to the GR Group at Cry Like Realtors. Our team is comprised of seasoned veterans, military spouses, and other real estate professionals with strong ties to the military community. We specialize in helping our clients buy and sell homes, as well as providing comprehensive services for commercial and land properties. Whether you're relocating to the area, interested in buying or selling a home, or looking for commercial or land properties, the GR Group has the expertise and resources to help you achieve your real estate goals. Contact the GR Group today. is your score. You're listening to Main Street Prep's Thursday night game of the week coverage. Presented all season long by the Tennessee Highway Safety Office alongside Scott Stewart. Wayne Neely saying good evening. And Scott, similar script to what we saw last week coming into the game. You think you got it figured out. You think one team is going to kind of run away with it. And then similar to last week, we saw a very spirited effort from the home team. Uh, unfortunately for Franklin, a couple of big plays late in the second quarter go against the hometown Admirals. And so at the break, 
34-14, to 14, but this has been a one-possession game uh, on a couple of different occasions, but the big plays for Ravenwood have kind of been telling the difference thus far. Yeah, uh, like I said, just before we went to this break, you know, you kind of felt like at one point Ravenwood was about ready to take control of this, and you saw a Franklin team that wasn't ready to give it up. And uh, minus a pick six, Wade, this is a this is a two two uh, two score game, and you know those it's just those little game those little things that make it hard to get over a hump when you're in a losing in a losing uh, streak and. Got a brand new coach out there. You got a team that's out there trying to trying to do the best they could do, and and they're up against a powerful foe. Ravenwood is no joke. I mean, the fact that they're the fact that Ravenwood is willing to go out and take on the likes of Alcoa and 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 Oakland out of Murfreesboro tells you where their heads are, right? And so, for, I really, to be honest with you, I think if you're Franklin, you got to feel almost halfway decent that you're in this minor, that you're in this at at uh, at uh, 34 to 14, and really could be 27 to 14 minus uh minus that one pick six. This was a wild uh, first half as the Franklin band serenading us here. We're gonna drop our window for just a moment here so we can get cozy with you guys. Mm-hmm. Six nothing your score at the end of the first quarter. Game began. Franklin got a great defensive stop, forced a punt, uh, backed up deep in their own territory, but they moved the ball out close to midfield, had to punt themselves. Second drive, we saw Ravenwood put points on the board. It was a very quick first quarter, a lot of clock bleeding off as both teams tried to use the ground to their advantage. And then uh, things got off the rails in the second quarter. We saw big plays in all three phases of the game. Franklin had a huge kickoff return. They had a huge pass play. We saw a pick six defensively for Ravenwood. You had a little bit of everything in there. Yes. And similar to last week, but you could sense uh, Siegel last week with their backup quarterback, they were kind of just grasping at straws on the offensive side of the ball. We've seen, however, the Admirals have moved the ball relatively well uh, for various chunks of the night, haven't been just dominated uh, on uh, against the Ravenwood defense, I guess where I'm going with this. So the chance is there to kind of claw back in this game, especially when you consider the fact you get the ball to start the third quarter. Yeah, I mean, the one thing that you can do, I mean, you really can't make up the, the deficit without scoring that first time you got the ball, really, and, and can set the tone for the second half. You come out here and you, you go in the locker room, your coach is sitting there telling them, hey, hey guys, we We've stood up toe-to-toe with these guys. Yeah, we're down 20, but, you know, really we shouldn't even be down but about 13, and, and we ought to be able to uh, go out there and cut this thing to 13 right out of the gate and reset this where it should be and see where we can go in this second half. you got to you got to make them think they can go out there and do that because otherwise uh, this could this could turn into a horse race that they don't, don't want to try to win. As both teams have made big plays, we uh, see the – Visiting Raptors leading at 34 to 14 here as the Franklin Band. Always a uh, good out there. Always a treat, folks. Uh, I was we told, love the bands. I was told uh, this band in particular can throw down, and they are delivering here, folks. So uh, we're, we're going to let them take us to break. And again, it's 34 to 14. Ravenwood leads. Scott and I are back in two minutes. You're listening to Main Street Preps Thursday night game of the week coverage presented by the Tennessee Highway Safety Office. 
At Dixon Tater Chef, we take loaded baked potatoes to a whole new level. We're not just any potato joint, we're the best this side of the Mason-Dixon line. Whether you're a traditionalist who loves classic flavors or a culinary adventurer seeking bold new combinations, we've got you covered. Located at 728 East College Street, dine in or take out. Follow us on Facebook. Call us at 615-740-7111. It's just a few cocktails at happy hour. There aren't any cops around. After every game, we always have a few. It's no big deal. It was just a few drinks. I'm good. Hey, I can hold my liquor. I drink and drive all the time. If you put away some drinks, put away your keys. Fans don't let fans drive drunk. Brought to you by the Tennessee Highway Safety Office. Complete Service Heat and Air is a trusted provider of top-notch heating and cooling solutions dedicated to ensuring optimal comfort and efficiency for residential and commercial spaces. Complete Service Heat and Air is located in White Bluff, Tennessee. We do service and repair on heating and air the right way 24-7 service. Call us at 615-797-3997. Serving Cheatham, Davidson, Dixon, Hickman, Humphreys, Montgomery, and Williamson counties. Let's visit with Laura from Moxie Pest Control. What separates us from other companies in Tennessee, our, our mission to our customers is to always improve the quality of life. We're considered a full encompassing service, so we're going to take care of 50 plus different pests, and we'll always have your back. Call Moxie Pest Control at 615-469-5710. That's 615-469-5710, or visit them at moxieservices.com. Welcome to the GR Group at Cry Like Realtors. Our team is comprised of seasoned veterans, military spouses, and other real estate professionals with strong ties to the military community. We specialize in helping our clients buy and sell homes, as well as providing comprehensive services for commercial and land properties. Whether you're relocating to the area, interested in buying or selling a home, or looking for commercial or land properties, the GR Group has the expertise and resources to help you achieve your real estate goals. Contact the GR Group today. Welcome back in, folks. Scott Stewart and Wade Neely here as we do. have really enjoyed this program by the Franklin High School Band. Just an amazing show as the Franklin High School Admirals have fallen behind at halftime to Ravenwood from right up the road in Brentwood, 34-14. to 14. Working on some stats, trying to get, some, trying to get the uh, shoes and socks taken off so I can count up some numbers. I will tell you that... Uh, the running back, young uh, young running back for Ravenwood, uh, Davis Dallin, carried that ball 17 times in the first half for 84 yards and a touchdown. Passing for Ravenwood, 83 yards on five of seven passing for the two quarterbacks. And uh, still trying to dig up a few more uh, interesting tidbits on the, on the uh, stat side for Franklin. Uh, the young quarterback, uh, Brewer Wilson, had a, had a pretty good game. Of course, he's thrown a couple of picks. One of those actually taken back for a touchdown. But overall, 4-7 for 148 yards, a touchdown and two interceptions for Brewer Wilson. Really, I've been impressed with him. He's got a great arm uh, and not afraid to stand back there and sling it. So uh, 
the offensive, I would say the offensive stars for the two teams tonight so far have been number 37, Dallin, 17 carries, 84 yards and a touchdown. And Brewer Wilson, who's thrown four of seven for 148, uh, touchdown and two interceptions. One of those a pick six. I can go through and dig out a few more, a uh, few more jewels uh, stat-wise here. But really, the big stat is the 34 to 14 score out there, Wade. That that Franklin really needs, really has to break into to start this uh, second half or. Or it's not. It's it's pretty much out of hand if they can't if they can't dig in on that lead real quick. And that's uh, the interesting question: is what sort of adjustments will Coach Webb for Franklin uh, make, or uh, what sort of adjustments on the Ravenwood side will Coach Hester make? Because uh, you get the sense that this first drive of the third quarter is going to be key. We're going to take another quick timeout. When we come back, we'll swing it around the mid-state. A couple of games going on across our coverage area here in Main Street land, and then we'll get you prepped for the third quarter. You're listening to Main Street Prep's Thursday night game of the week coverage presented by the Tennessee Highway Safety Office. We're back right after this. Let's visit with Laura from Moxie Pest Control. What separates us from other companies in Tennessee, our, our mission to our customers is to always improve the quality of life. We're considered a full encompassing service, so we're going to take care of 50-plus different pests and we'll always have your back. Call Moxie Pest Control at 615-469-5710. That's 615-469-5710. Or visit them at moxieservices.com. At Dixon Tater Shack, we take loaded baked potatoes to a whole new level. We're not just any potato joint. We're the best this side of the Mason-Dixon line. Whether you're a traditionalist who loves classic flavors or a culinary adventurer seeking bold new combinations, we've got you covered. Located at 728 East College Street. Dine in or take out. Follow us on Facebook. Call us at 615-740-7111. It's just a few cocktails at happy hour. There aren't any cops around. After every game, we always have a few. It's no big deal. It was just a few drinks. I'm good. Hey, I can hold my liquor. I drink and drive all the time. If you put away some drinks, put away your keys. Fans don't let fans drive drunk. Brought to you by the Tennessee Highway Safety Office. Complete Service Heat and Air is a trusted provider of top-notch heating and cooling solutions dedicated to ensuring optimal comfort and efficiency for residential and commercial spaces. Complete Service Heat and Air is located in White Bluff, Tennessee. We do service and repair on heating and air the right way. 24-7 service call us at 615-797-3997. Serving Cheatham, Davidson, Dixon, Hickman, Humphreys, Montgomery, and Williamson counties. Let's visit with Laura from Moxie Pest Control. What separates us from other companies in Tennessee, our, our mission to our customers is to always improve the quality of life. We're considered a full encompassing service, so we're going to take care of 50 plus different pests, and we'll always have your back. Call Moxie Pest Control at 615-469-5710. That's 615-469-5710, or visit them at moxieservices.com. Welcome to the GR Group at Cry Like Realtors. Our team is comprised of seasoned veterans, military spouses, and other real estate professionals with strong ties to the military community. 
We specialize in helping our clients buy and sell homes, as well as providing comprehensive services for commercial and land properties. Whether you're relocating to the area interested in buying or selling a home or looking for commercial or land properties, the GRL Group has the expertise and resources to help you achieve your real estate goals. Contact the GRL Group today. Welcome in, ladies and gentlemen. Scott Stewart with you here. We've let Wade step out of the building for just a moment as we are ready, just about ready to get the second half underway about three minutes from halftime. The kickers are out on the field warming up. Ravenwood has taken the field for the second half. Franklin High School to come back in. Ravenwood leads 34 to 14. Wade promised you some scores from other games going on tonight. And right up the road here, we have Paige uh, playing Hillsboro. And Paige has a 14 to 7 lead in the second quarter. And Summit playing John Overton right now. Summit with a 16 to nothing lead over John Overton. Reaching out into uh, Division One, uh, Region Seven, Springfield playing Hunters Lane. Springfield up six to nothing. And Trezevant, 34 to nothing over Martin Luther King in Memphis. Well, and also McGavick uh, trotting Rossview 16 to nothing here. On Thursday night football, and I didn't get any of those games up there at the top. Wait, I just got those two, right? Those two regions right there. Big game uh, in the smaller classification. This was a divisive one in our Main Street preps. Trousdale County, 3-3. Three and three. Uh, But they're going to East Robertson, and East Robertson, 6-1. and one. Mm-hmm. Young Groves, uh, or I should say the older Groves, Elijah committed to the University of Kentucky. And East Robertson leads that game seven to nothing. So, a lot of good games going across the Mid-State. A lot of teams playing tonight, getting ready for that fall break, much yeah. like we got here tonight. That's exactly right. And uh, we we uh, we are here at Franklin High School. Franklin trails thirty-four to fourteen, as I told you. And uh, Franklin has now taken the field as well. So we're a couple of minutes, a minute, about a minute and a half away from getting action underway. As Wade gives you gave as we just gave you the rundown of the other games going on, Wade told you earlier we will be off the next two weeks, uh, and back with a special game for you coming up the last game of regular season here on Main Street Media Radio Thursday Night Football. And buddy, you thought there was a lot of good games tonight. Well, you and oh, I have already looked season. at that week yeah. eight schedule there, or excuse me, that week eleven schedule. There are a ton of good games to be had, so. Stay tuned. You never know where we might end up, partner. We've been, uh, I mean, think we've been all over the mid-state thus far. Laverne, we've been we've been in Rutherford County twice. Went to Laverne and Murfreesboro. We went to Nashville, uh, where to the new James Lawson High School. Uh, let's see, we've been here in Franklin County, here in Williamson County now twice with the the CPA BGA game, and now tonight with Franklin versus Ravenwood. So it's been it's been a pretty interesting little circuit that we run and uh like i said a lot of people when they look at a schedule and they say why are you play why are you going to a to a team that's someone seven it's because hey how would i'd love to be here when they won that game wouldn't you yeah. I, mean, why, I mean why not go and have a chance uh you know wade and i the one thing that we were talking about you know we've done a lot of ball games usually there are teams that we know a lot about and it's pretty been pretty interesting to come out to these games and learn about these these teams that we don't know much about, 
and, and get appreciation of these players who are out here putting it out on the field every single week, regardless of whether they're 0-7 or 6-1. and 100%. And that's why uh, we do it. That's why we love bringing you guys yeah. these Thursday night games. And um, – it kind of just shows what Main Street Preps is all about. I mean, yeah, we yeah we, we, cover, we cover it all. We cover them all. I mean, we we have covered teams. I promise you, I have sit here in this press box, or not this one, but in the press box, and covered my own home teams that were oh in whatever one in whatever two in whatever. You know, it's hard to watch that, but you that doesn't make the effort of the kids any different. And that's what we do in Main Street Media, either on the digital side or on the newspaper traditional newspaper side. We're covering these teams. It doesn't matter what their records are. Yes, it matters to them, and yes, they want to win, and yes, the fans want them to win. But as far as our coverage goes, we're just we're going to go out there and we're going to write stories about you, whether you win or lose. We're going to talk about your effort, talk about what you're doing. Hopefully, it will make everybody proud of you for proud of these kids for being out there. And yeah, the result is important. Don't get me wrong. Everybody, why would they be playing if they didn't want to win? But at the end of the day, that's not what we're about. We just want to cover our teams, and that's what Main Street Media is doing all over the middle, all over Middle Tennessee. A lot of big games tomorrow night as well, and our Main Street Preps game of the week is Brentwood at Centennial. Yeah, oh, that's a yeah, and that's going to be a big one. And I went out on a little bit of a limb. It was me and our good buddy Chris Yao, the only you didn't two. Pick Brentwood, did you? No, everybody's picking Brentwood. I okay. went Centennial, 24-20. Uh, David Wilson, our buddy, I, I gave Yao credit initially. It was it was Wilson. Oh, was it? Okay. He picked Centennial, 27-24. That's going to be a slobber knocker. Uh, Henry County is at Beach tomorrow night. Uh, Innsworth is at Father Ryan in a big Division II showdown. Father Ryan's having a great season, but that one pretty much all uh, predicted to go to Innsworth. Columbia Central you want to talk about a far region game? I thought Giles County, uh, I might be a little biased, but I still claim that Giles County travels the most miles of anybody for oh, yeah. a, a region game. But Columbia Central has got to go all the way to Franklin County tomorrow night for uh, a showdown. And uh, kind of like what I'm going to do with Grundy County tomorrow. There really ain't any good, easy way to get no to Franklin to get, County. There's no way to get to Franklin County, Perry County, or Grundy County. I don't care, what, <laughs> I don't care who you are. Uh, I still say Giles County's worse. You, you go to Sequatchie, buddy. I mean, you made a trip. And although a, we don't go there this year, Giles County doesn't go there this year, right? They come to us, but that's a trip, y'all. I uh, I'm gonna have to get back to my research on that because two years ago, I made the claim that that has to be the furthest region game uh, known to man. Giles going two plus hours. That was and a time change, if I remember correctly, over to that's Sequatchie exactly County. Right? Yeah. There was one year, nobody here cares, but you and I both went to three straight uh, playoff games in East Tennessee. What, Loudon, Sequatchie, and Alcoa, right? Wasn't that right? Three straight games uh, over into East Tennessee. Two straight. Two. One of them came to us. That's right. Back-to-back, however. Back-to-back, like Loudon one week. Or, and Alcoa and the Alcoa next. And Alcoa the next, right. Yeah, that, now you, back, you tell me you've, you've gone on a farther trip than that. Two weeks in a row. If that happens, I'll uh, be finding the the nearest hotel and I'll just <laughs> set up a small residency. I mean, uh, might over, as well have just gone East over Tennessee. to North Carolina and played, as far as I'm concerned. Absolutely. <laughs> uh, real quickly, before a second half kickoff, Lipscomb Academy is at NBA tomorrow night. Columbia Academy is at Nashville Christian. You can check out our Main Street Preps predictions for Week Eight 
Holy smokes, week eight of the season is officially upon us. Just like the second half is officially upon us, 34-14 to 14 is your score. Ravenwood does have to kick to Franklin. And, Scott, you made a great point that the game really – this may sound simple, but it just it kind of hangs in the balance. If Franklin can put points on the go- uh, board here to begin the third, it's r- right back in the thick of things. Yeah, I mean it's a it's a two score game and and a whole second, pretty much most of the second half to play. So it's we this they they're all important for me here on for Franklin, but this one this one's the most important next. The Kick next will be up. fielded at the one. Did not get all the way out. Woo! Pretty good little return, but a big hit at the end of all that. And Franklin will be at its own 20, maybe it's 19, depending on the spot here. That was young Tillman that brought that ball out right from the goal line, and he was met uh, violently there at the 22-yard line, where it'll be first and 10 for Franklin. So first and 10, they actually give him the 22. So he paid a price for it, but those two extra yards are given on the return there. And on first and ten, run up the middle, and there's big Jacob Thompson, the senior defensive lineman. Jaden Smitherman is a junior DB. He was also in on the tackle. Pick up about three yards, though. Good three yards. They're doing a little RPO kind of. He's reading the he's reading the defensive end to figure out whether he wants to keep it or give it. Most times he's giving it. And then at some every now and then he'll pull back and and let it loose. So pretty basic uh, RPO stuff. Bringing uh, the pressure, throwing toward the sideline, hit the over coach. the yeah over the head of the intended receiver Lucas Young. Heads up, coach. Head on a swivel down there. You know, and that's one thing. I you know I'm obviously I I, I always had to say this when I question play calling because I'm not a coach and I don't. But I'll but I just say what I what I noticed. You know, it's, I don't think Franklin's ever been patient enough with their running game to allow it to to consistently move down the field. It's, it's like they almost feel like they have to pass some. And I'm not saying there's anything wrong with that. I'm just saying you'd like maybe to see if they can consistently move the ball with, on the ground and then pull back and throw. They're going to throw for it here on third down. Uh, maybe not pocket breaking down. And now taking off is Brewer Wilson. And unlike Ravenwood's quarterbacks who have had acres of space to run on their scrambles, right. he's unable to come up with much. And a good stand defensively from the Raptors here. And the Admirals will be forced to punt. And to continue my point, you put yourself in a bad spot. So you you get three three yards on first down. You throw an incomplete pass, and now you're third and seven. Instead of maybe running for a couple yards being third and five. There's, there's people, you know, They'll tell you a hundred. Uh, they'll tell you all the time. Third and five is a lot better than third and seven, and so you have a lot of different options in your available to you. Third manageable, at least, yeah. as they like to say. Punt is away. It's going to take a good roll here, and Franklin will down it at the thirty-two. Main Street Preps Thursday night game of the week coverage is presented by the Tennessee Highway Safety Office. Alongside Scott Stewart, Wade Neely saying good evening. Feels great out here tonight. Thanks to all of our friends at Franklin for taking care of us, including our good buddy Jay Johnson. Yeah, great job. Thank you, guys. 
Former Martin Methodist uh, college basketball player. Yeah, getting a little pregame trivia in there as this is a give up the middle. Speaking of trivia, uh, as we still have Babalola in at quarterback here, I was chatting with the Ravenwood play-by-play man, and I said, hey, what's what's the deal with your quarterback rotation? Maverick Chance is probably going to be your starter slash won the job, but he was injured. Okay. And so Babalola kind of wrestling some snaps away slash he's coming back from injury. He throws one deep here. That's a jump ball. I think it's intercepted. And Yeah, it is. It's intercepted. Lucas Young, who's a great receiver for the Admirals, turns into the receiver here, skying and diving to make a grab. We've seen two or three great acrobatic interceptions here tonight, and this time the Admirals come away with the takeaway. I want to say he was the intended receiver on the other <laughs> side whenever that other interception for uh, Ravenwood, same kind of uh, jump ball. This time he out. He out jumps the uh, the receiver and pulls the ball down and give his ball, his team the ball back and uh, a, bu- a little burst of momentum there at the thirty yard line. Can the Admirals cash in? Both teams have now turned it over tonight. Brewer Wilson calling the play here at quarterback for Franklin and Jalen Jalen Spring the junior. First carry, the second half for the big fella. Now you put you you've uh, reeled off three yards on first down again. See, give your line another chance to give you three more and set yourself up for a third and much easier to get. Let's see where we do here. They're going to spread it out a little bit. Twins to the left. Still have Spring in the backfield. He is a bruising tailback. They're going to send him out of the backfield now. They will throw toward the sideline. It is caught. Young, who just made the interception, hauls it in at around the 44. That is a first down. They love going to the sidelines, too, and Young hauls it in and they got out yeah, of bounds. He's really good with those out throws, and, and I'll take back what I said now. I mean, they, they got the first down. I still say what I'm saying is uh, is solid, solid scheme, but, hey, if you've got a kid that can throw the ball out like that, Man, let him let him let him chunk it. Nine oh three to go. Ravenwood leads thirty four to fourteen. Now they're going to throw deep. They're going back to Young. They got it. And he hauls. Oh, and it came out. What are they going to call here? This could be incomplete. This could be down by contact, or this could be a fumble. They say down by contact. Wow. <laughs> out at the nineteen yard line, Young made a great grab. And held on to it just long enough. And then as he fell to the turf, he was ruled down by contact before the ball popped loose. That they could have literally gone any one of those three ways. Yes. And, and they would have not been overturned because they wouldn't have had conclusive evidence of anything. 18-yard line going in for Franklin. They work left to right here. Suddenly back in this game. Big hole opening up for Spring. And instead of going toward the hole, Springs looking for somebody to run over. And he picks up several yards there. They're going to mark him down maybe around the 15. Pick up about four. Second and six upcoming. We played less than four minutes. Can the Admirals get back in this thing? They have Young split to the right. They also have Wills Jackson 
Also on the right, they pump fake to Jackson. Now they're throwing in the corner for Young. And as talented as Young is, he ran out of room right there, and it's incomplete. I think it was a throwaway. I think he saw it wasn't open, and, and uh, Wilson threw that one away. It was either a smart throwaway or Young was literally the only person that had a chance even to get to it. Right. Down 20. Got third and seven. Presumably a field goal does you no good here. So yeah. you're looking at two downs to try and pick up about seven yards. From the 15, in the red zone, for the first time here in the second half. Wilson, flush from the pocket, looking to step up. Now firing downfield, corner of the end zone, incomplete. Tough break right there as Wilson yeah, almost stepped like up in the pocket. Yeah. yeah, he had at least four or five yards on a say, scramble. I almost like to talk him into running that ball, but uh, end up fourth and seven now here at the 15-yard line. Got to get to the eight for the first down. This is a big play. Oh, absolutely huge, way Biggest play of the ball game for these hometown admirals. Looking for their first win of the season. What a win it would be if they could pull off this comeback. They snap it with two on the play clock. Pump and go toward the end zone. Young is wide open. They overshot him. And it's incomplete. The pump and go was there. And Wilson rips his chin strap off in frustration. He knows he misfired that one. That was six as Young was wide open in the corner of the end zone. I'm impressed with Wilson and, and Young. I'm, I'm, I find it hard to believe that this Franklin team is 0-7, to be honest with you. Uh, I know that they've got some players back that they haven't had. and, and But the, the way they played, they should have won a game or two by now. I'm with you. And the defense, despite giving up 34, has played well at times, including this first down stop. Give up the middle and stuffed. Good job on Elmore there, the defensive line, the senior, making the tackle for a maybe a one-yard loss. Quit keeping stats in the second half because we're not going to give them at the end of the game, but that's about 18 carries for that young man. Dowland. Abelola going to throw toward the sideline. Caught and immediately seated. Greeted and seated on that sideline. And a good effort there for Wayne Wells, the junior DB. Haven't called his name tonight, but he made a great job. And now it's going to set up third and eight, maybe. Third and seven here. Franklin's been here all night. and have not been able to, to get Ravenwood off the field. Oh, and it's going to be close. He's going to be short. He's going to be short, yeah. but Dowling got just close enough to maybe make you think about going for this. It'll be fourth and a yard. And the offense comes out immediately. They went with the hard count earlier. And I think this time, instead of the defense jumping, the offense moved. And they did. And that'll make the decision a lot easier here. Well, the punting unit immediately trots out. Coach is probably like, whew. <laughs> yeah. Fourth and six now. This has been a wild ball game here at 34 to 24. Or, excuse me, 34 14. It was 6 nothing at the end of the first. 
High snap of sorts, but a good job bringing it down. This will be a decent kick. Oh, what a good Oh, pass. wow, and a massive Ravenwood roll, picking up at least 10 yards of extra field position. And so now Franklin will have to try back out offensively, try and rally the troops after turning it over on downs in the red zone a moment ago. Got to give a quick Franklin uh, alumni shout-out to two good friends, former Martin Methodist. We mentioned Martin Methodist earlier. Yep. Former intern of mine at Martin Methodist, Mr. Russell Lorenz. He's been tuning in to our broadcast tonight. All right. Good evening, Russell. And then colleague of mine at the Tennessee Titans, Katie Mosley, she said, go Addy. She's rooting for her admirals listening to the game tonight. They're playing hard, and they have the ball here. Back to that run on first and ten, like you've mentioned. Not quite good for about two to three yards every first down tonight, it seems like. Right. Just, I just feel like it's just a little bit of impatience. Oh. You know, make the defense stay honest because I can just about – it just seems like I can just about tell you that on second down they're going to drop back the pass. And one at some point the defense is going to key in on that and – and uh, your quarterback's going to be picking himself off the ground. They're going to blitz you, and you're going to—he's going to be eating grass. And you—you you know that's the kind of thing you got to—you're going to avoid. But now we're going to spread everything out with yes. a, with a no back. So I guess we know what's going to happen here. Empty backfield, nowhere to go for Wilson except downfield. Or maybe he's going to take off and run. First, real. Kind of marauding effort there. You're going to have to teach him how to slide. <laughs> that was not a great slide by any stretch but of the he imagination. Did pick up the first down. He got it out to the 39 for the first. And you know, you go back to that run, uh, or could have been a run in the red zone earlier. Yeah. Could have yeah, picked up could, some nice yards. You could have really helped them get it. They could have scored down there, maybe. But, you know, he, he made the decision he thought was right. If we throw a touchdown, we're saying what a great yeah. position there. Yeah, good job. Not 34-14, backside pressure. Second time tonight that Ravenwood has came flying off the edge. Kenner Schlitt this time on the uh, sack in the first quarter. They came off the far side. This time they come off the near side completely unprotected. And at that point, you're saying, good job by Wilson just hanging on to the football. Yeah, that's going to lose eight yards, second down and 18, put you in a put you in a big hole here in your own territory. Trailing by 20 with just four minutes left in this ballgame. I mean, in this quarter. Out of the gun. They keep one in the backfield, and they throw to him. But a good job defensively. Reading the screen pass is Lane Summerall. And Summerall makes a great individual play. Seems like screenplays always feast or famine. You're one blocker away from really springing it, and that time it was an individual effort that probably saved a massive game. Yeah, well, he, he picked that up pretty early. He saw and, and one of the blockers, and, he, of course, he was, the blocker missed him. He read the play, and the blocker missed him, and that's a disaster for a screenplay. Now it's third and 18. Admiral's going backwards here on this drive. Ball between the hash marks. Wilson collects the snap. Pats it. Pats it. Now he's having to roll. Fires across his body. Incomplete. 
kind of just live to fight another day. The clock will stop with 3.02 remaining. And there's only a handful of offensive drives left for Franklin here, but they will send out the punt unit, at least try and flip field position, perhaps. Did a good job punting last time. Pinned them back there and, and uh, deep back there. And one, it's one of their worst starting positions of the night. Oh, it was a high snap. Good job bringing it down. What a great kick. Good job of the coverage team that actually took a little bit of a backspin there. Looked like a, looked like a pretty good pigeon wedge to me. More of yours than mine. Uh, no, mine, no, mine no. Uh, I, tend I, to roll forward, my friend. Got no check. The check is not in the mail on mine. No, there's no check. Two fifty-six remaining. We're going to comb through our scores of interest. One I can tell you is, remember, East Robertson was locked in a tight one, seven to nothing versus Trousdale County. It's now twenty-one to nothing, so they're starting to pull away there. Okay. We'll get you a Page Hillsboro update a little bit later. Babalola back out. He fires one. Is that caught? Yep. Yeah, it is. From a standing position, picking that just barely up off the grass was Kimple, who's made some fantastic catches tonight. And he hauls it in and then scoots across midfield out to the Franklin 46. 247 remaining in this third. How about Babalola and Maverick Chance, both sophomore? Yeah. Seen both of them make some tremendous throws here tonight and quality runs. They give it up the middle here to Dowlin. Dowlin's going to end up close to 30 carries tonight if his pace yeah, he's, continues. he's pretty much at 20 right now. And if, if they're going to run the clock out for the rest of the game, he, he's probably going to be the man carrying the ball. So I'd say, yeah, he's going to be up there close to 30. He, he'll, he'll, he'll get over 100 yards. Unless he just loses yard every time. They go back to him. And good job. Yeah, tripped up there in the backfield. Luke Thompson made the initial yeah. contact there. Sorry. He was 17 for 84 at halftime. So he's over 20, and he's, he's, he's gaining yard. He's probably pretty close to 100 right now. Raptors with the lead, 34-14. It's been a punting competition here in the third quarter. You know, Franklin wants to extend this lead, or excuse me, Ravenwood wants to extend this lead, but they're comfortable just watching time milk off here. We're going to go under a minute 30 potentially on this play. Throwing toward the end zone. Coming back to the ball no. and incomplete. Babalola with a good throw on that sideline, and it looked like it Looked like it was caught, but just out of bounds. Yeah. And good coverage there, blanketed by a Franklin defender. Clock stops a minute 30 to go. It's almost like a 30-yard back shoulder throw. He was short of the receiver. He was coming back to get it. And he caught it pretty well where he probably was out of bounds because it did look like he came home, came down with it. We've seen a couple nice acrobatic catches on the sideline tonight. And that was a pass that was hauled in. It was just out of play. As they go back on the ground, and Dowlin, who's one of the smaller players for either team out there, 
But he's got a lot of backup. The beef just kind of pushing him and keeping him upright. And after being met about a yard past the line of scrimmage, he picks up eight extra yards thanks to the big hog mollies. They just kind of picked him up and just toted him with him almost. <laughs> Number Don't worry, we got your back, partner. Steven Neves is going to come in take his place because that's 20-plus carries for Dallin. Give another man a chance to carry the rock. Third and one. Mm. And stuffed. Met right at the line of scrimmage. A couple of players in on the tackle, including Jacob Dykstra, the junior. It'll be fourth down. And Dallin comes back in. No gain on the play. One of these moments for Franklin High School right here where can you, can you get in there and dig in and stop Ravenwood right here? They send a receiver in motion right to left. And they still got five seconds on the clock, and I think they're just going to wait and take a timeout here. Tried to catch Franklin uh, napping there. And let that quarter clock in. Quarter clock actually was able to expire. So a scoreless third, but Ravenwood has the ball and the lead. It'll be fourth down when we begin the fourth quarter. 34 to 14 is your score. Scott and I are back in one minute. You're listening to Main Street Preps Thursday night game of the week coverage presented by the Tennessee Highway Safety Office. It's just a few cocktails at happy hour. There aren't any cops around. After every game, we always have a few. It's no big deal. It was just a few drinks. I'm good. Hey, I can hold my liquor. I drink and drive all the time. If you put away some drinks, put away your keys. Fans don't let fans drive drunk. Brought to you by the Tennessee Highway Safety Office. Let's visit with Laura from Moxie Pest Control. What separates us from other companies in Tennessee, our, our mission to our customers is to always improve the quality of life. We're considered a full encompassing service, so we're going to take care of 50 plus different pests, and we'll always have your back. Call Moxie Pest Control at 615-469-5710. That's 615-469-5710. Or visit them at moxieservices.com. Fourth quarter. And Ravenwood's offense looking to put an exclamation point on this one. They'll go for it. Fourth and one from the 26. Oh, he didn't get it at first, but oh my goodness, he sure did get it on that second. Second effort. time in the last four plays that Dowlin was met and stopped dead to rights, but just kept his legs moving, and then the offensive line kind of just pushed him the rest of the way. And oh, Ravenwood's kind of just dri uh, driving, just bleeding the life out of this game right I don't now. I guess it matters how big of a back you are when you got that big of an offensive line. Does they do have some beef, partner. 34 to 14 is your score. It was 6 nothing after one. Nobody scored in the third. There was a lot of scoring in the second, though, Wade. Yeah, the points uh, were flying <laughs> in the second quarter. 
Yeah, we got a got an injury timeout here. What's going on? The play's kind of been halted here. And now everybody's kind of calling people to the press box. Glancing around. Yeah, referee, PSA does, referee doesn't know what's going on. He seems to be flustered. Now they got another person being summoned. They want to add to time clock. to the clock. Need to get here. the clock added uh, up to eleven thirty-seven. Make sure we get those four seconds in. Man, yeah, uh, things are things are happening here at uh, Franklin High School, folks. Whatever it is, it's all settled. He's very difficult. Uh, Dallin is, to be such a small young man, he is very difficult to bring down. Yeah, he's been one of the more entertaining backs to watch. He's 5'7", five, 5'8". Five, yeah, I'm telling you. On a good day. Got the tall, high socks. He stands... Next to his quarterback, Babalola. They reset the clock, by the way, only to just wind it. And Ravenwood is sitting here looking like, well, we ain't snapping anytime soon. Now they're ready. Second and six. Babalola's going to fake it beautifully and now hands it off to Dallin, who doesn't pick up much, if any, yardage. Good job over there. Stretching the play out defensively was Zach Cowart, the linebacker. Ravenwood's been pretty much pretty happy in between those tackles tonight, Wade. I, you've not seen what less than a handful of uh, of of outside runs. That was that was about as outside of a run as they as they've tried all night long. They've lived in between those tackles all night long, and it's been it's worked uh, wonders for them. Hey, you know, it's third and six from the fifteen. Ravenwood's. Still glancing at the sideline. There's five seconds on the play clock. I don't know if they're going to get this off. Two, one. No. Yep, and there's the delay. I was just going to make the comment. The You would think there's a minute and a half left in the game the way that Ravenwood is kind of just nonchalantly. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> you know, uh, you're obviously going to be happy if this score holds with the win, but presumably you want a little more style points. Like you mentioned a couple of times tonight, you got a big non-region game versus Oakland coming up in two weeks. Maybe they're just setting it up for a third and long right. potential touchdown here. Third and 11 after the penalty from the 20. And Babalola will dump one in the flat. It is caught. There's the first down. Still on his feet, still on his feet. In the in and into the oh, no, at the, right at the one dumped into the flat. They were celebrating awful big, but he <laughs> stepped out of bounds just before he got in the. Patrick end. Sullivan, who's a junior tight end, down to the one. Did I not just say they were maybe setting him up for a longer uh, potential yeah, touchdown? Yeah, and they almost did it. You're right. They uh. Sullivan's going to go back and watch the tape on that and say, how did I not score? There were about six blockers down there. <laughs> exactly. He just yeah. kind of mismanaged his angle there. Give him, a little, give him a hard time. Well, he just he just wanted Dallin to get in the end zone. 
I presume that's who's going to get it here. First and goal from the one. Yeah, down and scored. Allen went in score untouched. His, score his second of the night. Second tutty. He deserves it. Like I said, but before this game's over with, he's going to be at 30 touches, and and uh, he's over 100 yards right now. I can assure you that with two touchdowns. I would say if we were giving out an offensive player of the game, the young man uh, we, that we've come to know as Davis Dallin would be that would be that uh, player. Dallin's played very well. He's going to deserve a nice ice bath and a breather after uh, this game during fall break. My goodness, week, yeah. As he has played very well. The extra point is up, and the extra point is good. 41-14 to 14 is your new score. Halfway home here in the fourth. As we take a one-minute timeout, you're listening to Main Street Preps Thursday night game of the week coverage presented by the Tennessee Highway Safety Office. It's just a few cocktails at happy hour. There aren't any cops around. After every game, we always have a few. It's no big deal. It was just a few drinks. I'm good. Hey, I can hold my liquor. I drink and drive all the time. If you put away some drinks, put away your keys. Fans don't let fans drive drunk. Brought to you by the Tennessee Highway Safety Office. Let's visit with Laura from Moxie Pest Control. What separates us from other companies in Tennessee, our, our mission to our customers is to always improve the quality of life. We're considered a full encompassing service, so we're gonna take care of 50 plus different pests, and we'll always have your back. Call Moxie Pest Control at 615-469-5710. That's 615-469-5710. Or visit them at moxieservices.com. Kickoff on the way, and Franklin watches this one go out of bounds. Other scores of interest, fourth quarter, Summit, who Ravenwood just knocked off. They are, looks like they're on their road to bouncing back, leading John Overton 37 to nothing. Rossview has opened up its lead further on McGavick, 23 to nothing. Springfield... Still in a tight one versus Hunter's Lane. 6 nothing. your score that we have there. And we don't have an update uh, since the second quarter on Page and Hillsborough. That's kind of your big ticket, big game. That, that'd be, uh, Especially here, yeah. that'd be on the, uh, the big TV at the Stewart House uh, right about now. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> you know, you got your, your pecking order on the, the screens there. That'd be up at the top. Franklin with the ball offensively. This is the largest deficit of the night, and going down. Hogtied and lassoed in the backfield. Good sack right there for Elliott Hampton, a junior. Hampton's showing the wheels, man. He, he, yeah, he, ran, he ran Brewer Wilson down. Coming in there, the big offensive lineman, junior offensive lineman, moving quick. That's one of those you're going to watch back on tape, make sure everybody on the team sees that. So you see yeah. that? I got, I got a little hustle about Run me. that back, Coach. Franklin's got to pull a miracle here. Second uh -oh. straight week, we've seen a really close game get out of uh -oh. hand in the third quarter, fourth quarter, as dumped in the flat. Wilson was nearly beheaded in the backfield, but he triggered it to his safety valve, the running back spring. Uh-oh. Don't have a hold. Looks like slip came through. The young man who's had the, yeah, holding. 
I when I said uh oh, I saw him come free, but somebody jumped out in front of him, but had to hold him to keep him from sacking the quarterback. So uh, he didn't get to the quarterback, but the result's going to be the same. It's going to be a ten yard penalty. As the rain has returned here, and the Franklin faithful are breaking out the umbrellas here. Uh, new score, third quarter, I can tell you, page 28, Hillsboro 7. So the Patriots, they got a big game in that final week of the season, you know. Mm-hmm. Watch it. A lot of folks are wondering where we might end up that final week. That could be one. Wilson's going to sling it deep, intended for Young. And that would have been one for the highlight reel. Young yeah. has already made some really great catches. He <laughs> nearly he pinned it. it. He'd done the David Tyree catch. That would have been it, right? Nearly pinned it on the helmet right there. Lucas Houston. You had Lucas Young versus Lucas Houston. And I guess technically Houston wins the battle, although Young made a great effort. That last week of the season, I think one of the best running backs in the state who doesn't live very far from Giles County plays right across the line in Marsh County. Uh, One Ben Franklin at Cornersville. He plays. They play that Thursday, that last Thursday. Cornersville. And it's a big game for them against Eagleville. Too. Cornersville and Eagleville in single A. So that's action. another one of those possibilities floating around out there. You know, what we could do is Franklin will have to punt. Rain really coming down now with eight minutes and change remaining. 41 to 14 is your score. We could strap uh, you, myself, and Kulik with headsets. And just strike out to three different locations and just there, see what happens. There'll be three games worth it. There's at least three games worth that. That last week of the season is going to be spectacular, folks. There's a game. Uh, As Franklin was trying to kick it the whole way, and the rugby kick was eventually blocked, and now really? it's picked up by Franklin and off to the races out across <laughs> midfield down. for a first down unlike anything you've ever seen before. I guarantee you, Tegan Lee, as Franklin's rugby punt, it was not a design fake, but the oh, rugby good. punt was not there. See, that's a team having fun. That's a team with zero, fixing to be 0-8. And, and a man makes a play, and they're out there jumping and, and high-fiving and loving on him. That's that's what it's all about right there, Wade. You can't Lee's tell me that sophomore. team's not having fun. He didn't look like a sophomore running. He picked that thing up and said, yeah. look out. I'm galloping. <laughs> he was galloping down the field. I got acres of space. The big fella, Tegan Lee. First down now for Franklin. They go back to the air, firing it over the middle. Ooh. Incomplete. And we got a little jawing at the end of the play here now. And now we got a little more jawing. Oh, come on. Come on. And finally, there there's go. a flag. One of the line, one of the linemen comes in right at the end, and says, "You know what? Everybody else is going to do this." I think that was Sims Armentrout, by the way, the junior. He said, "You know what? Enough's enough. If everybody's going to be out here hemming and hawing, then I'm going to go ahead and get my. I'm going to actually do my, something yeah, here. Get my money's worth." That was shades of the the BGA game we did two weeks ago where we saw a helmet get ripped off, and then the offensive lineman for BGA came back about three plays later and says, you know, you're going to rip my helmet off? Guess what? I'm going to rip yours off. That's right. I'll tell you what, they dropped that one straight on Ravenwood. Wow. 
And so, you know, I'm we're supposed to be unbiased in this, but I am begging for Franklin to score here because this would be the most unconventional touchdown drive you've ever seen. <laughs> You had a blocked punt that you picked up and ran for thirty something yards for a first, first down. down. Right. Now you got a penalty aiding it. There he is. And there's you got a, your you got your wish. <laughs> there, Look baby. out, young man. Gacka goes into the end zone. Thirty four yards. <laughs> Why not? Hey. We've had everything else tonight, Wade. This has been a wild second half. No points in the third quarter. Ravenwood just kind of going about its business. Franklin punts a moment ago. The punt is blocked, but it's picked up offensively, ran for a first down. There's a lot of extracurricular on a play. You're thinking there's going to be a personal foul against Franklin. It's against Ravenwood, and on the very next play, the seam route to Sean Gacka, the junior, hauling it in. Well, they're within they're within twenty points again, Wade. Do you, do you do you dare onside kick it right here? I mean, I feel like you you might as well, right? Six forty four to go. And and I'll be honest with you, I I will say this: that pass play right there, that down the seam pass to number five, it's open about every other time that they run that they run a pass play. He's, he's running, usually running wide open down right down the middle of the field. So. I feel like that's uh, they scored on a similar play. Yeah, in the first. Uh, well, half. he got down to the. Down, two, that's right. It was horse collar. Got a horse collar down there. Franklin will line up again. A lot of the headlines this week around this game revolving around the dismissal of head coach Alex Milton. After 27 games, 1-26, and 26, they turn the reins over to Donnie Webb. And, you know, this is a Franklin Bunch, still winless, but they got some positives coming out of this game, I feel like. Yeah, kick this onside kick. Thank you. And that it. takes a great bounce, and the ball is still loose. Oh, they it got looks it. like Franklin has recovered. They got it. They can recover at the 45-yard line. Strike up the band, folks. Well, we hadn't had an onside kick yet. Why not have one of those? A successful one, by the way. And by the way, Franklin kicks that. You see so many teams, they just overload it to the short side of the field. Yeah. They did overload their personnel, and they kicked it wide. And they still went with the bounce uh but that had so much heat on it, yep. it took a great bounce. Ravenwood tried to knock it down, but instead they tipped it in the air. And when they tipped it in the air, the second man for Franklin was able to recover. From the 45 now. Got a feeling this one's going in the air. Low Thanks. snap. Wilson fires deep. Oh, he didn't see it. <laughs> he lost it. Lucas Young had a step. Two things on that. He never saw it. The second one is if he could have just put a little air under that one instead of instead of frozen roping it, he'd have given the man a chance to, chance to uh, find that ball in the air. And he's already shown he's got the capability if he could find the ball to jump up and get it just about anywhere. Sets up second and eleven or second and ten. Beg pardon. Wilson wipes his hands, takes the snap, hauled in on the sideline. 
And if you're on the other sideline, you're Ravenwood. You know, realistically, you're probably still going to hang on to win this game, but some of that momentum, maybe those style points that you felt like you had scored tonight, kind of deflated a little bit right, right yeah. Franklin's Franklin is taking it right to Ravenwood tonight. Franklin, I'll say this again. I said it a while ago. I have a hard time believing it, that they don't have a win. They, they play better than an 0-17. And this believe is all me, in. And believe me, Wade, I've seen a few Owen, Owen whatever teams <laughs> in my lifetime. Admirals pick up a first down. Get on the boards. You got you got to score three touchdowns. You need to treat it like two minute offense from here on out. Yeah, they only have two timeouts remaining. Two forty one twenty one. Wilson wipes his hands once more. Now he's ready. Looking toward his near sideline. He's got uh, Young bobbled it. Man, I'd like to see Wilson. Had it on his fingertips and just couldn't quite haul it in. I'd like to see Wilson just get a little more arc on that ball, wouldn't you? I mean, it's just it's a little flat on the trajectory, which makes it hard to catch those. Plus, it's wet. But, hey, he dropped it in there, though. Let's just say that. He dimed him. I, and I'll tell you this, as great of a player as Young is, he's going to go back and say, I probably should have had that one. You know, yeah, he, he should have had he's, it. He's I such a good player that he's yeah. thinking, man, I wish I had brought that in. I don't think anybody's going to argue that. It, it hit him in both hands, so he should have had it. Second and ten from the near side hash. Pocket collapsing. Wilson's going to roll to his right, firing across oh, his look, body. look. Oh, my and goodness. And back toward Young. Now Young scram- sprawling in the end zone, and it's incomplete. It was scramble drill time, and uh, Young was run- Young was doing what he was supposed to do, and, and Wilson spotted him, but he just couldn't get it to him. Mm. Just a little bit beyond his arms, and Young's wore out. Yeah, he says, you know, I was just getting ready to say, what do we have in store for third down here? And Young says, you know what, I'm taking the play off. i got to have a breather. Yeah. Because he just ran two 31-yard 30, routes. Well, that one was probably 40 yards after he ran it back across the field. Third and 10. With Spring in the backfield, they throw it to Spring. He hauls it in. A good tackle there by Ravenwood. He's going to end up losing a yard on that. Yeah, pushing him. Good job of just working the angles there. That was Aiden Carey. But we have a personal oh, foul roughing the passer. That is uh that's another gift from Ravenwood to uh Ravenwood like 15 yards the passer. Yeah, they basically gave Franklin the opportunity to score that last touchdown and now they're gonna open the door for for Franklin to uh score now again here at the sixteen yard line. Franklin, 41 to 21. Franklin decided they're not ready for this game to be over with yet. Not going quietly into that fall break night just yet. Not yet. On an empty backfield look. Hauled in. Jack Flynn. Flynn's the sophomore tight end. Give him six. Got out of bounds, which... They've done a good job. We talked about it earlier of throwing those out routes, those routes that put them on the sidelines. Wilson's got a strong arm. 
Wilson's a quality junior quarterback. Yeah, he definitely is. If he had a little size on him, he'd be getting some offers, and he may be anyway, but he definitely would get some if he had the right si- had a little bit more size. Empty backfield yet again. Quick throw, hauled in by Young. Young is brought down at around the five, maybe the six. Be, and, uh, yeah, he, I think he insane. just has the first yeah. down. Close to the first down. Yeah, and Wilson's like, hey, let's, let's move it. Let's go. First and goal. 41 to 21. First and goal. Yeah, now it's a six. And the crowd is kind of really realizing this, saying, hey, get it this in. thing's let's not go. quite all the way over yet. Let's get, let's get this offense in motion. We'd love to score in the next play or two here. A lot of time coming off, though. Down to 10 on the play clock. Wilson looking. Patting the ball. Oh, beautiful move. What a move. Holy moly. (laughs) Lucas Young absolutely froze a defender. My goodness. And then Wilson (laughs) dropped it in the back corner of the end zone for a touchdown. That was that was one of the best routes we've seen uh, It was all a hook and long. go, man. It was a hook and go. He hooked up right at the goal line, and the, and the and he bit on it. And uh, he was so wide open back there in the uh, in, in the back of the end zone that Wade could have hit him. So, Whew. my goodness, that was an impressive route. PAT is coming up from Bagwell here. Hold is good. Kick is good. Well, look at there, Wade. And just like that, 41 to 20, 28 now. 13-point game. Yeah, it is 28. And we will take a timeout. We're back in 30 seconds. Franklin will onside kick it once more. Late in the fourth, Main Street Preps Thursday night game of the week coverage is brought to you by the Tennessee Highway Safety Office. It's just a few cocktails at happy hour. There aren't any cops around. After every game, we always have a few. It's no big deal. It was just a few drinks. I'm good. Hey, I can hold my liquor. I drink and drive all the time. If you put away some drinks, put away your keys. Fans don't let fans drive drunk. Brought to you by the Tennessee Highway Safety Office. Onside kick number two coming up for Wade. That made me crack open another Diet Coke here. I, I got to get uh, Jazz back that. up, partner. This game is. Tried to lull you to sleep there in the third, but fourth quarter has been about like the second was. Just action, action, action. And you know, maybe, maybe Ravenwood was on to something. They were just bleeding the clock early in this game. You're saying, why are you just taking so much time? But Franklin's clawed back in, and it's 41 to 28. Onside kick. And one, two, three, Kimple. four players converging. Kimple was no, that wasn't Kimball, was it? Yeah, Kimball was there to cover that one up, I believe. Yeah, the one guy on the field you can't quite kick it to your possession receiver, yeah. and he had three players fall on top of him offensively to protect him after he makes that. So now Franklin's got two timeouts. I assume you're going to get a healthy dose of oh, Dowling here. Yeah. Davis Dowling has had a whale of a game, the sophomore running back for the Raptors. And he has met and tripped up. Good tackle right there, right in the middle of the hole by Gacka. 
He got maybe a yard. Second and nine. Everybody keeps looking at the clock. <laughs> 426 now. It's 41 to 14 just a couple of moments ago. Ravenwood sprints to the line. We've seen this play before. Yeah, they're going to sit there and let that thing run down. They need to. We'll go under four minutes on this snap. Franklin will Hard count. And oh, Dowling, yeah, he is careful. Boy, they, now you get a timeout from Franklin. Yep. Dowling very patient back there, and he was waiting and waiting and waiting for a hole to develop and never quite fully did. But he does pick up a yard or two. Be third and seven. Franklin called a timeout, and we have an injured player for Ravenwood. We're going to step aside for a quick break. 41-28, 3.54 to go in this ballgame. When we come back, you're listening to Main Street Preps Thursday night game of the week coverage, sponsored by the Tennessee Highway Safety Office. At Dixon Tater Shack, we take loaded baked potatoes to a whole new level. And we're not just any potato joint. We're the best this side of the Mason-Dixon line. Whether you're a traditionalist who loves classic flavors or a culinary adventure seeking bold new combinations, we've got you covered. Located at 728 East College Street. Dine in or take out. Follow us on Facebook. Call us at 615-740-7111. It's just a few cocktails at happy hour. There aren't any cops around. After every game, we always have a few. It's no big deal. It was just a few drinks. I'm good. Hey, I can hold my liquor. I drink and drive all the time. If you put away some drinks, put away your keys. Fans don't let fans drive drunk. Brought to you by the Tennessee Highway Safety Office. Third down. As we welcome you back in, Main Street Preps Thursday night. Game of the Week coverage is sponsored by the Tennessee Highway Safety Office. Franklin just burned its second timeout. It was 41-14. to 14. Now it's 41-28. to 28. Does Raven even Ravenwood have even think about throwing the ball? I don't see how you do it. This is a huge third down. And there's the give to the left. Ooh, I got him. He's short. Yeah, going to be a little shy here. Is Dowling. So it's going to be fourth down and about a yard, Wade, and we've seen them go for fourth down. But do you – now the question is, do you dare go for fourth down and a yard out at, your, out at, uh, the, other, out at the Franklin 43-yard line? If you don't get give this, you give short, Franklin short a field. short field. Yeah. Shorter field, anyway. Give them a chance to score quick. It's 346 left in this game. They just called their final timeout. Do you give the? I mean, if, I'm, I'm punting this ball, buddy. I mean, I'm, I'm kicking it away. But if they're going to score, but of course they've shown that they can score fast. They scored scored like 16 seconds earlier in this game. Uh, let one of those little receivers get get loose in the back in the uh, defensive backfield, and wouldn't take them long to score anyway. So maybe you do give it a shot. And Franklin called the timeout. I still think with one timeout, Raven, don't be surprised if Raven goes back to that hard count here. Yeah, here comes offense, buddy. They're going for it. Fourth down. 
this is essentially your ball game. Franklin trails by two touchdowns with 3.46 to go. Ravenwood's in the shotgun. Careful, watch the snap. Yeah, they tried. No they way. will snap it. They got it. And Dallin picks up the first down. The one thing that they did there on those those two plays, as I told you earlier in this game, Ravenwood's great coach. Ravenwood has been living up the middle between the tackles, between the tackles, between the tackles all night long. And those last two plays when they needed the yardage, they went right outside the tackle. And, uh, you know, Franklin's not used to seeing it, and he was able to pick up the, the necessary yardage for the first down. Great coaching, great great scheming, yeah. Coach Hester rolling the dice, coming up big. Also helps when you got big number 71, Kyle Larkin And little out number there. 37 running the ball, right? Yeah. yeah. A tall and a small out there combining for that first down. 3.05 to go now. Oh, and a dangerous snap with the backup, uh, as it were, quarterback in. The third string, third string guy. Yeah, excuse me. Be, yeah. Lucas Guse in. Or Lucas Geist, big pardon, and he does pick up a first down. That was nearly a disaster. The snap was a little wide. He, he one-handed it. Snagged it to call his own number there. Picked up 10 yards on it, too, though. And if you're Ravenwood, you're saying, can this clock go any faster? Franklin can't. Uh, they can stop it one more time. No. I thought they just called their last time out. Scoreboard still says one. Too. I thought they called. They did call two. They only had two left. Sometimes you can never trust the scoreboard. I think you and I might be right well, there. Well, you know, you're right about that. Give is up the middle. 33. And backup ball carrier. And Ravenwood got the first down, and it's almost as if they said, you know what, that's pretty much the game. We're going to put our backups in. Backup quarterback, two back, uh, backup running back, another backup running backs come in now. They got back, uh, got some wide receivers we haven't seen out there. Side longly in at the yeah right side split in. Man, that was quick though. They got one first down. There's still a little bit of game left here. Not much, but you know they were wanting to get some of these reps for these guys a lot earlier. Undoubtedly, it's 39 carrying the ball. Jake Davis on the carry and a good tackle by Cowart still battling strong over there. Ravenwood's a solid team, Wade. They uh, cut set for a few disciplinary type let to discipline letdowns on those penalties. There's not a lot. There's not a lot of uh, not a lot of flaws you can find in the, in their in in Ravenwood. They they're pretty solid. They got that big old line and they know how to use it. <laughs> Only loss on the season. Like a man with a bat. I got this bat. And I know how to use it. I got this big old lineman, and I know what to do with them. Only loss on the season, week one to Alcoa, the 3A behemoth, eight-time defending state champ. They rattled off six in a row, and 36. they're just a couple of seconds away from oh, seven. The ball it. came loose, and there's a massive scrum for it, and Raywood falls on it, it looks like. Number 36 was the ball carrier, and he had found some room to run in traffic there. And it was in the, the in traffic part that kind of got him because somebody reached in there and swatted the ball out. Elijah Moran fumbles the ball, and goodness. Both these teams are off next week. Franklin will have two more cracks at their first win. Yeah, Franklin's off next week, and Ravenwood's got a t- got a lot 
better team that they're going to be facing. Uh, and we went and saw them last week. Oakland. And Patriots. now there is a knee, and that will take us to our finish. Ravenwood went, uh, leads it wire to wire and wins it tonight. 41 to 28 is your final. It was uh, a little scary in the first half for Ravenwood, and it was unusually scary at times in the fourth quarter for Ravenwood, but the Raptors win it. Running away, seven straight wins for Ravenwood over Franklin here tonight. They take it 41 to 28. Good job. Yeah, I, I was just saying as we were winding this down, I'm very impressed with Ravenwood. I, uh, I, I would say not nothing real flashy, but very solid team. Uh, who got a uh, got a, as I like to call it, the tough road to hoe next week against uh, a really good uh, Murfreesboro Oakland team. And you know they came out here and took care of business. There's a few, like I said, let down in discipline a couple of times and got some some uh, penalties that really hurt them. And against a good team next week, they're gonna have they're gonna have to limit that. But uh, but then you got to call out Franklin here. They've done, they you know you come in here, you see a team zero and seven, and you think, ah, what are, what are we going to get? We got a team that really looks better than any zero and seven team I've ever seen. And uh, uh, I I predict I don't know if I can predict one this year because I'm not sure who they play, but I predict a, a win fairly quickly, fairly soon for Franklin. They've got the talent, they got the players, they got the will. You know they they never gave up tonight. I just I see a win coming for them, and I hope they get one. You know, you see kids come out here and lay it on the line. I'd like to see them get a win one night. They do fall tonight, however, as the visitors, the Raptors of Ravenwood, take it 41-28. to 28. That will wrap up our broadcast tonight. Once again, thank you to all of our staff here at Franklin High School for taking oh, such great care of us, and uh, thank you to everybody for tuning in for Scott Stewart and our producer Justin Kulik. I'm Wayne Neely saying so long as Ravenwood knocks off Franklin 41 to 28. We'll see you in two weeks for our final broadcast of the regular season. But for now, it's a final as the Raptors win it. We'll see you next time on the Main Street Preps Thursday night game of the week sponsored by the Tennessee Highway Safety Office. Good night from Williamson County. You've been watching the Main Street Preps Thursday night game of the week. Nobody brings you more comprehensive coverage of high school sports in Middle Tennessee than Main Street Preps. The Main Street Preps Thursday night game of the week was brought to you by the Tennessee Highway Safety Office. Remember, fans don't let fans drive drunk.